0: Well, this is Tom from Third Rail Design Lab.
1: This is Narrative Mike. Just call me Mike. Can you prove it? No.
0: You look different than the last time I saw you, I have a doubt.
1: I have less facial hair.
0: If 2020 has taught me anything, it's don't believe anything you see or read or hear or read or see. narrative mike 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 are you drinking a warm glass of milk seem no that right. man that's just just some agua trying to trying to keep hydrated i think that's a good idea if there's I, anything I i've ever try. said to you it's keep hydrated
1: it's that's fair that's fair you have said that you've also said you know stop eating so
0: much but i mean other than that we're good i never said that ever it's
1: true no you've never
0: said that. <laughs> i'm also going to keep hydrated like so oh do you hear that I'll do it again <gasps> That's a I don't think bottle. that's hydration. I huh. don't
1: think hydration makes such lovely sounds.
0: Technically, gosh, think about when we were young and this was really, we, it really worked on us, like the movie theater when they would pour the coke over the ice cubes and they amped everything to eleven. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, I need that. I need everything about that. And then you get it, and you're like, ah, it's sugar. Mine does not make that sound? No. Um, <laughs> I have to go pee now. I oh, feel I like I feel like that was the beginning of that uh, ACMRSMASM movement. Whatever it is, you know the one—not that other one, but the one where they just pop pop peanuts or something the whole time, and everyone goes, "Oh yeah." Then NPR started out of boredom. You know what I'm talking about? I do. Yeah, you're, I'm talking you're, about you're with it. me. So I'm making my special beverage. What are you having tonight?
1: Um, I am having a a blue ribbon beer. I'm having a Pabst in a bottle, a which I finally found here. So that's only like everything...
0: $7.99 now, right? Yeah, in California. It's great. It's a yeah, so
1: like every every PAPS I try and find here is in the can. I'm like, I don't know, I don't want PAPS in the can. I don't like it in the can. Uh, people are like, Why are you drinking PAPS anyway? I'm like, Why don't you mind your own business? You drink what you drink, I'll drink what I drink,
0: I'll be fine. I can't remember whether it was PAPS or Schlitz, and I think it might have been Schlitz, but the first time I saw it in California was at a bar in San Francisco trying to be cool, and they yeah. were serving like tartan tiny's and vodka drinks and you know that kind of thing, and they had and Schlitz, Schlitz. <laughs> For like eight bucks, you know, and I thought, oh man! And and young people around me, morons, were ordering it, and I said, not I, I will not do that. And then I ordered an <laughs> overpriced something else. Sure, of course, that's how that works. Gotta be smug how about what you do in San Francisco. I'm making a, mm, I'm sort of making a a old fat an old-fashioned type drink, a product, okay. but I'm using a product, and it's called Bitter Milk Number Three, smoked honey and whiskey is... sour. Cocktail mixer oh, it's God, supposed to have that is some honey, here, honey and some whiskey sour, honey and some sour, something lemon in the whiskey drink. Oh, but why yes, do you sir. think I bought it?
1: Is because there is there a three in it?
0: There is, but it's because it's called bitter milk, and that sounds really terrible. <laughs> so we're gonna try it now.
1: All right, here we go. And it
0: wasn't cheap. Oh, <laughs> just yeah. for those just, of you at
1: home, just yeah, so you know.
0: Yeah, you can, you can, you can, you can hear the sound in the stereo sound. You can hear the sound of tripe pouring out of the. Thing and into the be terrible, wouldn't it? Okay, so you're gonna have hey, guess what? I'm gonna document this real quick before I forget. So, you're having Mike, Mike, narrative Mike is having a past overpriced water beer, and I'm about? having
1: overpriced, <laughs> it's the cheapest beer I can find.
0: bitter milk, true. True. <laughs> bitter That's milk, so uh, old fashioned. You know, I tend to always oh, drink these darker beers, but. Um, and yeah. I do like a lager, but with like Mexican food and in the right environment. Sure. But or pills, right? But here's the thing: yeah. recently, I've gotten really into my Micheladas in the hot oh, and I've been nice. making them because they're lighter than yeah. um, cool. lighter than like a Bloody Mary, but also sure. still right. have some chunk. And I can get the you know the saltiness, sour, and the, and the heat. It's everything I want, and I want the I want the effervescence, and so so the yeah. problem is. I had some red stripe that my buddy brought over one time, and so I was making them with that. That's perfect. And then I ran out of red stripe. Well, yes.
1: Yay, beer! (laughs) Yay,
0: beer! But here's the thing. I ran out, and I was like, all I have is an IPA. I'll give it a shot. It was a terrible Mm -hmm. idea. No, no, no. No, no. Not good. An IPA Michelada was terrible. Yeah. Now I'm making them with Modelo Especial, and they were as delicious as hell.
1: That sounds fantastic. Here's what
0: you you, do, Mike. You stole me, man. Modelo Especial, yeah. I use I use a Bloody Mary mix. A spicy, old-timey Bloody Mary mix. But you can use Clamato okay. if you have it. I don't have it. My son, what Probably do you want? I'm that. talking about alcohols. No,
2: what? You? Never mind.
0: Well, what are you here for? You're supposed to be in bed. I get pine Zoe. Well, guess what? Not here. <laughs> use she science. Close my door. Son of a... So, so you take... Modelo especial. <laughs> right back into it,
1: and you that's take... what professional is, people. <laughs> that's right, right there. You take... Right back into it.
0: <laughs> you take a, a, I take, I take the Bloody Mary mix. Mm-hmm. I use horseradish. Mm-hmm. I use some delicious hot sauce. You know yeah. how I feel about my hot sauce. And which hot s- sauce though? You know what hot sauce? sauce. Oh. You guess. Starts with a C, ends with a hula a Hooloola.
1: Oh yes.
0: Cholula. I can't pronounce that one, but. And I then. And then also Texas um, Pete, right? What's that?
1: Texas peat, right?
0: Texas peat. And then <laughs> for the rim, just like I do with my margaritas, I use a spicy rim that is salt, like rock salt, but also tahine seasoning. Nice. Which has got lime and chili in it. And so yeah, yeah. I get sour, I get sweet, I got heat. Get a little bit of chump chunk chunk from the from the you know, from the Bloody Mary mix. It's delicious and fizzy because of the because of the beer. It's excellent. You should try it sometime.
1: You know, when this all lifts and I actually can see you in person, I will ask you to make me one. I will, that, and
0: I'll make you seven. That's how this works. Seven. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like one of those drinking contests. They put it in front of you, and they're like, "Go!" and you're like,
1: "Um, uh, wait."
0: And then your opponent—he's got—you guys are two fisting it, right? And then your opponent got a third, and a fourth, and a fifth fists, and you're like, "Something's not right." I have a suspicion. Here, you talk, fill some airways. Talk about how much you love your $8 pops. The
1: entire six pack is $8. What are you talking about? So, but enough about oh, you. Oh, okay. He's back. he's back. So, we yeah, don't don't tell him I said that.
0: <laughs> Please don't. If there was an editing pass at this, I would know. All right, so here's the thing. Mike Narrative Mike, there's two kinds of people in this world. Oh boy! There's those who demand that the movies come into the theater, and those that say, "Don't do that. Don't want to go. Don't want to die. Let's wait." And of course, there's economic peril in both directions. Sure. Which are you? You're you're both um, right. Well, you
1: know, I I the the movie theater is my my temple. Like yes, it is a place that I that I find solace and comfort. Um, yes. That being said. I like it better when there's no one there. <laughs> so, I like the interesting I right? the two p.m. on a two p.m. on a Thursday Matt, like you know, showing of anything where no one's there except for me. Oh yeah. So, I would I would go back to a theater if there were if they had actually strategically placed people in the theater. Sure. But instead, it's just like there's three seats between you and the next couple, except for the ones right behind you. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. not really right. they don't how understand. this is understand to work. Yeah.
0: But, but actually, um, most, most theaters now, I mean, the budget theaters don't, but most theaters now do assigned seating, and they mm-hmm. can lock in and, and block out seats and only allow those. In theory. In theory. In theory. But theory
1: people, I mean, people will do what people do, right? Like, I bought this seat, but there's nobody here, so I'm over here. But, you know, anyway. people
0: who do that these days, they get the taser. Well, the problem <gasps> is, I, I have a fear that the movie theater would be a, one of those micro, microcosms where the the maskers and the anti-maskers would get into it. Kind of like oh, yeah, when you go probably. to a restaurant or some, or you, a restaurant or a grocery store or something, and someone walks yeah. in without the mask, and they get really defiant yeah. when they're told to leave. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this podcast <laughs> supports masks. Well, Yeah, so, I'm a
1: mask wearer,
0: 100%. So we've been cooking something up. I don't know if it'll happen, but I talked to Mr. Blake, uh, beginning in Blake Simmons, and yeah. we said, hey, we'd be willing, uh, he and I, to rent the whole theater out for tenant." However, the problem is, I got his buy-in. Of course, we were going to yeah. invite you, too. But the point yeah. is, we were going to rent the whole theater out, so there's no dickheads. Yeah. And get the nice. first theater first showing of the day or the last showing of the night, whichever. And sure. preferably the first showing of the day, right? So there's less. Mm-hmm. Yuck. But here's the thing. AMC... And Alamo say that they rent out the theater, but nothing yeah. in San Francisco is open. So, Or nothing in the Bay Area. I can't find anything. So we right, tried. Right. Um, and actually another friend tried to seduce me into going to Empire Strikes Back because there is a theater here that's open. And, you know, I in yeah, the, the end one, I was like, I can't do the, it. But I,
1: oh, I almost did. The one out by me is showing a whole bunch of old films. And I'm like, I would really love to see that in the theater again. But I'm not going to do it.
0: We went to a drive-in. We went to a um, sort of a pop-up driving over here in okay. Locksburg, They got one of those inflatable yeah. screens. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. enough for about four rows of cars, right? And we went and right. saw a film festival on loving dogs and dogs that love you and such. Aww. And, yeah, it was great. And the kids on the top of the truck and all that. So we got... So a lot of the tickets are sold out. And all of the ones at Fort Mason are always sold out for that. Mm-hmm. They have the big screen. However, for this one up here, I got, as a surprise for next week on the 29th, I got Ghostbusters, original Ghostbusters. Drive-In! Oh, That'd be great, right? Awesome. That's very It's going to cool. be really good. That's going to be great, especially it's such a Halloween film. That's, That's so right. Good. It's going to be great. Sandwich between my son's birthday and the Halloween. Um, very cool. We're actually doing trick-or-treating in the home. Mm-hmm. So we're not letting him out, but what we're going to do is uh, just uh, make him go into each room, knock on the door, sure. and we're going to, you get away from me! And then give him them, give them sure. Charleston shoes and make him cry. It's going to be great. <gasps> It Here's takes seven raisins, minutes. Kid. It's a bitter it's milk. Um, Good for
1: your digestion. Um, so wait, before we move on. Drive oh, in.
0: We're not moving on, but go on.
1: So I I there was a drive-in theater in Memphis. Yes. Loved it. Didn't go nearly as often as I really wish I could. Uh-huh. But <clears throat> it was four screens, right? Oh yeah. It's strategically placed, so you can only see one of them. Right. But I mean, you can always turn your head. Sure. And what always what always kind of <laughs> made me wonder like What were you thinking? Is there would be like one screen with kids' movies.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then
1: one screen that's like tits and slashers. Yes, sir. Like, you know, one screen that's the dramas. And it wasn't like the exact, the polar opposite screens. So it's like a kid's watching the. And one was Roger Rabbit, which is
0: all those things wrapped into one.
1: 100%, right? And then they would just have to turn their head like 45 degrees, like, oh, look boobs and slaying and it's
0: like why why did we put this one up on the big screen why did that man but, stab but, that woman through the banana yeah, is that uh, a banana you, yeah don't worry about that son that's yeah. just a silly movie that's funny it also yeah. sounds like like an early 90s concept for for cyberspace right there's you're in a void space and there's these TV screens floating around Hopping up oh yeah max there's a wedding. Involved. oh
1: that's that's that's
0: impressive I I never went to um, a drive-in in san francisco i went to one a couple of times in the central coast where i went to college mm-hmm. there was one um but the one in san francisco we found the last one that was op- operating which was out in the G- out in uh geneva the geneva station and my future wife and i uh drove down got a pizza drove there pulled yeah. in and it had closed the week before or, oh, or whatever sorry. so we got there and it's an empty empty lot and we're like okay so we ate the pizza anyway it's great
1: that's horrible. I'm so
0: sorry, man. Yeah, but in the but in the butterfly effect, well, I should say in the Schrodinger's drive-in. Who knows whether that was a better or worse experience than whatever the movie was? Like it might have been Turner and Hooch or something, and then it would have been worse. So who knows? The reason I brought all this up, though, is that there have been pushbacks. Yeah. The sure, fair. the uh the reaction to both Tenet and Mulan have caused the studios to get a little squirrely and right. things are changing. So I don't recall if we talked last time about Tenet or if it was about to come out or it had come out, but they won't really talk about what the, what the proceeds were some yeah. th- like Yahoo business or something said that they thought it was about a hundred million and then someone else revised it. And so someone said it was a hundred million. Someone else revised it at 30 million. And I keep sure. thinking, that's a pretty big, that's a pretty big change. Yeah. But I keep <laughs> thinking to myself, okay, wait a minute. They can only show. They can only fill at max in the in the places where they could even open. They yeah. could only fill maybe twenty five percent. So mm-hmm. they already have to expect that they're going to get twenty five percent of what they might have otherwise gotten. Sure. Even before you take into effect the idea that no one would be going out because of the pandemic in the first place. So right. theoretical right. max is twenty five percent of what they would have normally have gotten for that movie. So you have sure. to figure that they agreed to do it and opened it on a lo- as on a loss just for the marketing. Component to get people talking about the issue of going to theaters enough to really test the temperature of whether people were willing to do it yet. Yeah, and they made a big deal about Nolan stepping in front saying, "I demand it to be in the theater, and it must be. It's in the contract or whatever." But to me, I think it was a whole engineered strategy. I feel like Tenet was a sacrificial film to see what would happen. I don't. I mean, makes sense.
1: I mean, if you're going to choose, excuse me. (laughs) <laughs> wow it's that past <coughs> it is you got, right. co- yeah, you got coal
0: mine dust came it. out of it i know he did there it was it's
1: i got the black <laughs> lung paul
0: if you're gonna if you're gonna choose
1: a director in a movie right it's supposed to be a blockbuster it's supposed to be actiony so i mean you're looking at two pretty broad spectrum right things there and it's nolan which love or hate pretty much brings people out so
0: i well, mean but but yet it if but yet sort of does what he does is he brings adults and fans out yeah. but his movies as a rule don't bring families out and so oh, i think fair. that they chose i think that they put their money on this because they figured there's going to be a loyal base that may come and also it's the kind of movie that interested adults might be taking a chance at and now well, this is sure. by all extent by all of what i've read it's a it's a pretty um, confusing nolan movie so it's Bane's original uh, sound edit through the entire movie. Apparently, it's all fucked up. But anyway, know. the point is, Great. I feel like they I'm said,
1: going well. Again.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, of course. But the thing is, I feel like they felt like if they put, you know, if they had done this with Trolls World Tour or something, two or whatever it is, they're risking all, they're not going to get all those families into the theater and so that they're risking yeah. that. But if they choose an adult movie that's a little bit esoteric to begin with, yeah what could it really do i don't think that they really were planning i haven't seen the budget numbers on his non batman stuff i don't know how interstellar and some of these other movies actually do hmm. so I, I don't know but anyway there's that and then on the other side disney said we're going to we're going to launch mulan but we launched it as a premium to a already paid service so they went the other direction they tried to do what trolls and a few others had done which is you know pay charge 30 bucks for the rental right which I actually support because you're going to spend more than that if two people or more go to the theaters. So sure. what the hell? Just sure. do it. Yeah. The biggest right. hard, the hardest thing for people to accompany uh, to address that with that in their mind is they have trouble rationalizing it's a rental instead of a purchase because they're used to purchasing sure. at home. I think yep. it's perfectly fine. I think they should have just done it as straight to purchase, and called it done. I don't think that they should have bothered with the rental mm-hmm. and the and the purchase. But it doesn't matter. With trolls and a few others, they See, offered it for even... sale. Huh? I didn't even realize that Mulan wasn't on their service. It I thought is. it was. It is. But what I'm saying, but I mean, is, I didn't realize you had to pay more. That's yeah. So that's the problem. So, <clears throat> so with those other movies, we bought, we bought, we've purchased like probably seven movies or something on streaming sure. since we've as rentals since we've been home with the kids. We had the kids, you know, Scooby yeah, Doo and and sure. and trolls and these other ones, Bill and Ted. So and I don't regret still any. Don't of
1: watch, still haven't watch Bill
0: and Ted. I need to mom so here's the thing with mulan though <laughs> you already had to have so call, disney plus call back something you don't know about folks don't even worry about that but you can imagine what it is you can imagine it's narrative mike not watching something really good that he was told to watch but didn't so here's the thing mulan they already had a streaming service you had to pay for yeah. and then yeah. they wanted to charge you 30 bucks on top of that and I think that the, the ploy was it's going to get people to sign up for Disney Plus, the 3% of the population who doesn't already have it, and then right. get into... But the thing was, it was pay for it now or wait two months or a month and a half and then it'll be no charge. Right. And, and our families like ours did it. But I think that the negative stigma of having having to pay for it but on a service that you were already paying for shot them in the foot a little bit. So in the end... Yeah, they're, I'm not. I'm yeah. not
1: sure I would have... If I was going to do that, I'm not sure I'll put it on my service. Yeah. I might put it on Prime or something. And be like, let's put it over there and make it look like it's their fault.
0: Yeah. You know? and, and it's weird because <clears throat> Disney owns a lot like the lion's share of Hulu. So they could have done it on there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. regardless, in the last, I don't know, since we've last talked, there's been a slew of, of uh, studios admitting that they're finally pushing back stuff that we knew they were going to, but they finally committed to, which gives me comfort. <clears throat> yeah. Because I really, as long as we don't keep seeing the, the ripple effect being a destruction of the theater business, I would prefer yeah. these come out when people can actually see them, whether, rather than fizzle out and have an artificial. It's like when the it's like when the writer strikes tank a movie, yep. and then it's yeah. his, it's this blot on the on that franchise's record or that you know, and it's like, well, there was there was a you know there was a strike. How could right. it be good? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But yep. history Fair. doesn't remember it that way in the stats. It's all stats. Mm-hmm. So, the most well, it's hard to take hard to put a movie in
1: context when you know Stats. there's no way to, to look at it, you know. Well,
0: that's right. And when movie line and premiere don't publish anymore, how's anyone supposed to know? Right, right. So, the biggest one though that caused uh controversy or a controversy, yeah. if you want, is the James Bond film being bumped because when they admitted that they were going to bump Bond, yeah, right after that, uh, Cineworld and Regal closed all their theaters and a number of theaters in new york apparently put on their marquees james bond killed the movies and so forth and so they blamed they blamed the the postponement of james bond for killing their theaters i mean there's a much bigger problem here right all of the entertainment business food service you know restaurants many 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 types of small businesses all these businesses rents i think all this stuff should have been just a freeze some sort of freeze to let us get through it but that's a much bigger social issue about how people are paid to yeah. stay home and not participate the way True. new zealand did but but anyway that's what happened so james bond is going to be postponed uh yeah, but
1: that's, that's kind of crappy blaming one movie for right because <clears throat> i mean there's lots of things you could do like yeah. lots of theaters are
0: showing yeah. older movies that are Film popular yeah. but yeah, but it's, I think they pulled it like right before they were going to bring it out. Like they had sure. advertisements out and they had it on the marquee and all that. But
1: still, you know, so, yeah, let's so be realistic. These, these theaters hedge their bets. And yeah. so it's, yeah, it's like, oh, so you're gambling. It didn't pay off. So it's the it's the Dice's fault. Okay.
0: Agreed. Sure. And I would also okay. wonder, and I've never seen data on this, but I'd really wonder if, with the exception of very select markets where there's really hot property, I really wonder right. the breakdown of the rental costs of the space for the theater versus Mm -hmm. the cost to lease the cut of the film to show it and the licensing and all of the concessions and the paying of the employees i would bet that the rent is a very small portion of their monthly debt and i would bet there may even be some movie theaters that own their own their property but i don't know for sure so it's interesting Um. among the types of businesses that you think that they could shutter it hibernate and come back it would be a movie theater chains but apparently not
1: <laughs> yeah
0: it shows their margins are thin when True. they talk about just closing the theaters altogether, right
1: yeah and that would be sad if that happens like it'll be definitely an interesting thing to see what happens after this is all done
0: further proves that the soda sells the whole thing right the soda pays for everything right that they oh right about.
1: yeah yeah it's like a quarter a cup and mm-hmm. they charge you 8.50
0: right so Dune was pushed back to October 2021. Uh Batman was pushed back to 2022, which was painful. But in yeah. that case, it's not even a complete film. So right. and there was a COVID interruption. So I mean, right. you know, frankly, right. what what could you ask for? When's um, Black Widow coming out? Okay, so Black Widow was pushed. Yeah. Uh let's see. When was Black Widow pushed? I don't even I don't think I even wrote it down, but it was pushed. And um and Ghostbusters Afterlife was pushed to 2021 right so oh right I totally forgot
1: about that film yeah that's crazy well I totally forgot that was supposed to be a thing coming out and so
0: I think it's yeah yeah
1: well here's the thing that I think
0: is a problem I wish that they hadn't marketed these films during the pandemic I know it was wishful thinking I know they were trying to keep the snowball rolling uh-huh. But they gave a uh, Wonder Woman was pu- was pushed back. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. we've seen all of multiple trailers for these different films. We've seen lots of talk about it. The magazines have come out. The interviews have come out. And now they're pushed back a year, which is yeah. bizarre. It emulates yeah. what happens when you're like, oh, that movie could be cool, and oh, I guess I'll see it on a home video because you blinked and you yeah. missed. It. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Yeah. life got in the way, and then you're watching I mean, it a year later. So I don't know if that helps or hurts because a lot of these. Were... By the it time really the movie cool. comes out, we're like, we've been inundated with the marketing, or like, oh, I yeah. see the commercial in my head. Maybe it helps yeah. that it's a, a year away. I don't know. Uh, what do you think? I doubt it. Doesn't help.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, Ruby and I were walking through a store the other day trying to pick something up, and we noticed a whole bunch of Wonder Woman merchandise. Wonder Woman merchandise. Like, it was in some, yeah. it was in like, it was like, it was like, worst case for the, the cut class people. Uh-huh. And they had like, nice Wonder Woman jewelry. And I was like, oh, right. Cut glass, not now. cutting
0: glass. I got it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's right. interesting to see because, you know, none of that is moving. Like, that's a lot of merchandise. that's right. just sitting there. And I well, think of all that stuff hurt.
0: on the on uh, the container ships. Right. Yeah, because yeah. because that marketing engine is going for months before it comes out and it's it has yep. to be it has left shore months before the movie has released right yep yeah so i don't know well you know on the other end though what's interesting is that there's been other moves like matrix 4 was moved forward so <laughs> yeah, matrix 4 was pushed from, from 2020 matrix? what's that do we have any real hope about this movie no but so that's an so... example where they said they're going to push something they already have in the can back right. and they're going to push something that they haven't finished forward which is right. weird. So Um, you're going to hand
1: me crap and and say it's a sandwich. Thanks.
0: Well, and then the other thing is Pixar. Mm -hmm. They announced that they're going to release soul on Christmas day, direct streaming and apparently not pay just on Disney plus like onward Uh was like onward was. And um, I'm, I think that's really great because apparently from, from some of the, um, er, you know, early, no one's actually seen a full cut of it, but there was some stuff going on. They're saying, "Oh, this is going to be one of their one of Pixar's best films," and who knows if that's true. But Great. I like much like. I can't wait to onward. I'm glad they committed to, to give it. putting it out there. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Did you have a Christmas to... Day movie uh, tradition growing up? Um, I I think I
1: made one happen, mm. but yeah, like our. On Christmas day, my folks and I usually put food in the oven let it cool and then go watch a movie and come back. Oh nice. So,
0: yeah, when we started going down to visit my parents, we started going to a movie on Christmas day with them. Cuz we would go mm-hmm. Christmas Eve at my my wife's house and then we'd fly down on Christmas morning. Right. And see my parents and then we would go to a movie in the afternoon before dinner. And right. uh and go to the theater, which was kind of a relief but also fun. Yeah. And yeah. So I kind of like this, and I've and I've read that other people have always had a Christmas Day tradition for movies, and that that's a yeah. fairly big movie day. And I yeah. didn't know that. Um, so I th- I like that they're releasing it, and so people can at least have that a new movie that's yeah, very family movie and whatever it involves parents dying. I'm sure. Well, the main character, <laughs> but anyway, okay. Someone's so, gonna die. It's gonna make me cry. So I don't care. <laughs> exactly. That's right.
1: Um, Stupid I'm still angry it up.
0: Still angry it up. So, as a rule, would you say that you would give all of these pushbacks a red tentacle, a black octopus, or a gray kraken?
1: I am okay with them pushing movies so that I can see them in the theater. Me too. So, I'm going to. That's red, right? Yep. It's tentacle red, tentacle. red tentacle. Yeah. I'm okay with pushes because I really, really like to get back to the theater. Yes. And. People being stupid it's not going to get me back in the theater sooner. Yeah, so. in
0: fact, it could make it worse, right? Yeah, and I can. There's a certain fatalist, damned if you do, damned if you don't, component to this. But you know what? Sure. So, uh, next up, we have some new trailers. There were trailers. All right. All so, right. Uh, did you happen to see the new, possibly final, trailer for Cyberpunk,
1: 2077? So I already have it pre-ordered. As so do I'm I. not. I'm not
0: looking at any more material
1: sure. until I play the game.
0: The only reason I watched it was I read that it was Keanu centric, and you know he's been mapped in the in the game. Yeah. So in yeah. the trailer, the like a you know a, a cyber Lamborghini or something pulls up, and he gets out, and it's li- it's live action as opposed to digital. And okay, Keanu wicks his way out, and is like you know cyberpunk, and then you know and whatever. Yeah. And he says you know something like seize the day or whatever, and then shoots something. And I was just like, you know, I just love that. It. It's like we were talking about as like if our kids' selves could see Iron Man movies today. We we're like, what oh, happened? Yeah. I just love that. There's a world where it, there's at least in this darkest of timelines that we also got Keanu Reeves doing a live action commercial for a cyberpunk immersive PlayStation game. Because I'm down with it. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I'm in.
1: Like I, I was in. Like I was like, okay, this looks cool. I remember I'll, it looks good. And then I remember seeing the trailer with Ken Reeves. I'm like, never mind. I'm just gonna go and for
0: that yeah. now. Yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and grab that. That was that was that was my selling point. My biggest issue was, can I get enough of Ghosts of Tsushima in before Cyberpunk comes out? Almost done. I'm oh almost my done gosh, I I am barely I barely cracked the surface. Like I've gotten through all of the the very well disguised training. You know, mm-hmm. the first section yeah. where you're doing stuff and slowly learning yeah. stuff, and I finally got to the thing where it's like. Whoo-whoo! You know, first mission. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and seeing nice. because I haven't been able to get back to it. But right, God, right. I love that look. I want so, immersive, beautiful, oh, yeah. atmospheric games, and I think in both directions, those, that's what we're getting with these. I'm hopeful. Oh, Ghost is so great.
1: It's it. Ghost is a. It's, a, it's it. The, so, there are things that happened in that game, which I'm not going to give away. But yes. I went from being a samurai to not being a samurai yeah. in that game. Awesome. And it was... Like, because there, there's there's this whole... Yeah, there's a whole bit in the game where you can either sneak around and kill people. Right. Or you can walk right up to them and do a thing called... A, like, a, is it a, a
0: standoff? Standoff. I think
1: it's a standoff. Mm-hmm. Right? Where you call them out, and then they come up, and you, you wait
0: for yes. them to... So to did move, did I tell coming. you last yeah. time about Matteo asking about the game? My son's eight and a half. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Actually, go he's ahead. he's eight point nine 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 at this point. Oh. Birthday's next week, and nice. he had seen it wrapped, you know, <laughs> and then uh, he came out the morning I had actually cracked it and let it do all its updating and stuff, and he said, "Oh, you you opened it up and tried it, huh?" And I said, "Yeah," and I, I said, "It's it's an adult game, so it's not really for you, yeah. man." And he's like, "Okay, Great. okay." I said, "But if you want to see what it looks like, because he's scared of guns." I said, if you want sure, to sure. see what it looks like, I'll show it to you, but you're not going to be able to play it. It's pretty violent. He goes, right. Yeah, okay. So So I said, it's like swords, right? And he's like, okay. So I fired it up, and immediately I'm walking across the bridge, and, yep. and the guy comes out of the tower, and I'm like, stand off. And I'm like, whoa, and then I press it, and I just cut him from bowel to neck, yep. and the blood the blood arc is going upwards, and Mateo starts going, no! And I'm like, whoops. And I turned it off and I said, Mateo, he was muddy. They're all muddy. He's like, that wasn't mud. I'm like, it was pretty muddy. And with that, the uh, police will be here, so- <laughs> be here shortly. Sure. Anyway, that's he fair. forgot about it a minute later. This is the guy that plays my shark attack game. What's that one? Manslaughter or whatever it is. Maneater. You know the game? Maneater. Yeah. Right. I, I got it and Man-eater's he, and he took game. it over. Yeah, that's <laughs> pro totally yeah. uh, family-friendly game. He loves to get up on the beach and gobble, 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 gobble all the people before going back in the water. Well, it's Ridiculous. more cartoony.
1: I mean, yeah, it's it is. Thing. It really is.
0: But, um, but that standoff is, yeah. is no joke. So, yeah, but like I started and it was
1: like everything was a standoff. Yeah. Like, I, I called you out. I did the whole honorable thing. And then stuff happens in that game. And I'm like, F it. Yeah. Nope. Sticky in the back. still a dagger from 100 miles away. I don't care. I don't get care how get you a die.
0: a snaky, Yeah. Uh, another trailer we got was... Um, yeah finally got the expanse season five trailer and premiere date which was in december i am
1: i'm still a whole season
0: behind i know but you got time buddy i know i know but i mean this is really exciting because they finally revealed it because we were a little bit concerned they had said as beginning yeah, and blake yeah. simmons said they had said they were going to bring it out this year he thought and then and then after the Cass amber controversy or controversy yeah. controversy if you wish um we heard nothing and then all of a sudden this came out So okay great and when they did the reveal it was at new york comic-con everybody was there except Cassanvar. hmm so but the footage shows his character in the okay. in the in the scenes so they didn't edit him out right but they haven't said and i went and looked at the reddit and some other stuff and there's no there's no further updates on their investigation of him but mm-hmm. i don't see how it's going to go anywhere but bad bad news which is really tragic right which really makes me wonder what they're going to do because I cannot see them continuing past this season with him. Right. Right. And that fundamentally changes the story. But what I think, I'm optimistic because I think mm-hmm. they've done a good job of merging characters from the books, changing mm-hmm. their arcs. Drummer mm-hmm. is the mm-hmm. amalgamation of three different characters in the books, and it works out just fine. I can totally see them sliding someone else into his role. Sure. I just don't want them to recast the role. Right, it's important well, I mean, that we have a a, a hotshot pilot, but I don't. Why can't they recast? I don't know. He's so locked okay. in my mind. But you're right. There are many options. There are many ways of doing it and recasting it. You're right. They uh, could. I mean, uh, I just the, want them to the continue.
1: The best example I have is is Rhodey. Yeah, I mean,
0: that was such
1: a good. I'm here. Yeah, you're right. It's me. Get over it. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like Raka. Right. Deal with it. And I was like, cool. Thanks.
0: Yeah, I see. I see your point. Yeah. Well. I was just super stoked that they finally released it and we have something to look forward to, even though time is meaningless. They also released a trailer for American Gods Season 3, which surprised me because I didn't think they were going to have any more American Gods. Yeah. Hmm. Mm -hmm. I've not watched it
1: since first Season so.
0: Right. And after all of that, controversy, or controversy if you wish. I didn't think that was coming back. And also Season 2 was a hot mess. They really didn't know what they were doing. Right. So, I mean, you're not going to have an answer. Who cares? Yeah. So would you would would you say I, I gave you a I went ahead and gave you a red tentacle on uh, Expanse. But would you what would you say about the American gods? Would you would you give it a, a tentacle or would you? Well, oh, I'm not watching it. No, i no, So you're going to give it a B. Yeah. You know, I'm going to give it a K because I, I might give it a try, but I don't know. I think the most disturbing thing more than that even is in the trailers. Um, uh... uh, uh, uh shadow or what what's his name the main character the main shadow shadow moon has hair and I don't know if it's a wig or not but it's really disturbing <laughs> finally there was recently I mean there's been some other trailers but the other one I wrote is uh, love and monsters trailer came out do you see that I did not love and monsters is a I don't know what they're targeting maybe youngish adults I'm not sure but it's uh post-apocalyptic. Of a kaiju variety or like not kaiju but like monsters sure have destroyed sure. the earth and it's post-apocalyptic and there's the young male character is on a trek to find his girlfriend who's on a call co- in a colony and it's jessica henwick and i'm and uh and rookers you know
1: I, I, I think i did see this trailer i'm yeah. sorry i just don't think it i don't think i parsed what it was and it has um, a certain uh
0: string knowing knowingness and uh and vulnerability to the way he's playing it that reminds me a lot of quade playing um huey in the boys like he's got a very like this is happening to me mm-hmm. and i'm not
1: yeah you know right i'm, cool. I'm not I remember, cool i remember seeing it and thinking oh so i guess we're not getting a why the last man movie <laughs>
0: yeah really true really
1: <laughs> we might we might and the people are like it oh, was so derivative of love and monsters that's like, exactly so. right no <laughs> Speaking of derivative, or not. Such, such a ripoff of Harry Potter. Shut up. <laughs> shut your mouth. Shut your Just mouth. Just shut your mouth.
0: <laughs> I have some Marvel items. Would you like to hear some Marvel oh, items? Um, yeah, man. I love Marvel items. The big, the first one is very new. And it's a little okay. bit loaded with controversy. Or controversy, if you prefer. Sure, sure. There is a Chris Pratt backlash. And it came about well, from the bullshit, it's, uh, it's which not, is the worst. It's not a backlash Chris.
1: about Chris Pratt. It's it's a backlash because people said some shit about
0: Chris Pratt. Well, yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Is like I don't know really right. where the I don't know really where this is going. So, it was the old the joke of like the Chris's and the the hunky Chris's in Hollywood's yeah. been going on forever. It's like the right. you yeah. know people routinely will miss you know call like Robert Downey Jr. will constantly call chris hemsworth chris pine and they've done it on like talk shows and they've had a lot of fun with interweaving and like mixing them up but this one was simply which is the worst chris which is a very negative kind of a gross way of doing anything but this twitter but there was like a uniform it was like a universal chris pratt's the worst chris because it was up against chris evans chris pine and chris hemsworth and there was this reaction that it's Chris Pratt's the worst Chris, and then there was immediately this discourse about how because he's in a a Christian cult, therefore he's the bad guy. And I found it to be a very interesting discourse that has sort of cascaded like entropy. Because all of these co-stars, big name co-stars, both male and female, have come out in support of him, being the yeah. kind soul, very gentle. And hey, why don't you keep his religion out of it and just think about the man and what he does. And then there's the other half, which is a very vocal and important group that's saying actually his church is anti-homosexuality, anti-a-lot-of-things, anti-trans, like many religions. and And he's publicly devout about them, and therefore that's a negative to them because of that. And then there's even a backlash to the backlash, which is also... Well, why were all these people? Why are all these people coming out to support their poor friend Chris Pratt? When, where were they coming out when, uh, you know, Zoe Saldana or, um, uh, you know, ScarJo or whatever, whomever was female, um, or Brie Larson were being slagged yeah. in the media oh, yeah, for not yeah. being this or that enough.
1: The Brie Larson one is 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 really telling because it's like, yeah, like, um, well,
0: because was... she got she got slapped because she not only was not playing the role of tee in interviews yeah. but she also took every opportunity on the red carpet to say why aren't we you remember she yeah. was pointing pointing at like the the whole interview and and journalistic process around movies and who's being talked yeah. to and who's not and who's doing the journalism and oh we she got political and it was not good and then that yeah. cascaded into well clearly chris pratt is secretly a trump voter and then that's of course a big stigma in hollywood sure and so I don't know, it's really weird because where where's the meat to this? So, who is the worst, he, so, the, the worst Chris? Who's the best Chris? Where's Chris, frankly?
1: Chris is busy. He's busy, man. So, he even tweeted, at least I'm seen, not the worst
0: Chris. <laughs> I've seen interviews with him
1: and I've seen him talk about his faith, but I've never seen him be like and you need to be this faith. Right. I've just seen him be like it's important to me you know it doesn't have to be important to you
0: well and I think Wait. that that's I, mean, I think that's kind of where I'm leaning a little bit about this too because yeah. I think that we've gotten such I think we've become so focused on organizations like the death cult of uh, Tom Cruise right we've See, gotten, I was gonna bring Tom Cruise up here it's yeah. like, are they bitching about Tom Cruise we, too because
1: they are be but that's Tom my Cruise. point everything yeah. about
0: everything that's been come out with the exception of the people who are in that organization, which I still yeah. don't want to call a church, but everything that's come out has been absolutely horrifying about the human rights violations and the propaganda yeah. and everything else, just like what's her name's uh, S and M sex cult that's been in the, the vow and everything and all come out of that. Alleged. Alleged. Allegedly, but the thing is, there have been lots of both vocal and not vocal religious actors and directors and writers and sometimes they talk about it and sometimes they don't but we've we've slipped into a certain secular dominance in hollywood that is like you don't talk you could talk about your faith in a really vague way like you should do the right Mm -hmm. thing and and i believe in a higher power but if you Mm -hmm. start specifically citing a jesus or you know any other judeo-christian reference or god forbid cthulhu forbid you cite the quran you know or anything else then it's then it's like oh organized religion you just brought up organized religion and that's the enemy because of the things that the catholic church has done and because of the things that judeo-christian organizations have done it's nothing necessarily to do with that person sure have you ever watched studio
1: 60 oh yeah the the Storkin. oh yeah i mean i mean this is stuff that i mean he was he was writing about i guess it was the 90s right so 30 years ago i mean and of course it's been Further back than that, but I mean, yeah, this is not a new question <laughs> in right, But in, and, Hollywood, but in a way, you with your religious,
0: yeah, but in yes. a way, it's like the whole yeah, thing about okay. once you slip behind the curtain, as we are today, where the actors are interviewed and their and the photos are taken of their private lives, and people see behind the curtain a bit. It goes both ways, right? So for everyone yeah. that is, or for all the people that are outraged that he is admitted, he volunteer volunteers information and freely admits that he's in a very christian relationship and is very close to his church that mm-hmm. puts the anti you know the people who are opposed to the sins of the organization of that church sure. and the and the the way in which it treats gays and trans and other people who are ostracized from what that says they can and cannot be which i think are all very serious issues for all yeah. those people that are like well outraged by that there's a lot of mm-hmm. other people fans of faith who are like wow good look at this he actually said he actually admitted that he follows that path and that's <laughs> inspiring to me and i think that's yeah. what's, it's the same thing with politics right like we talked yeah. about with Ray donovan when i read that john voight was a a mm-hmm. rabid spitting trump supporter mm-hmm. i was able to accept it because his character is a rabid spitting con man and i was able to associate that sure but, like when i start thinking about something like tom cruise where he's involved in these things, but then he has this different persona. It challenges yeah. you as a viewer about what you're willing sure. to accept and not accept.
1: Yeah, separating the artist from the art, right? It's very, very difficult.
0: Look at how we feel Wait. about Orson Scott Card, which we've talked about. I look at your poster behind you. Yeah,
1: Yep.
0: So anyway, I'm going to give this Wait, a black... what about the poster, poster behind me? Well, Ultimate Iron Man was how that came out, remember? It was, he was doing press, or he was being interviewed well, yeah, for I mean, Ultimate Iron Man, the and then he admitted, yes, but... I know, but it's Iron Man. And that's what was so painful to you and me. Yeah, Yeah. 100%. He's writing an Iron Man comic, and then, oh, by the way, gays should burn. We're like, great. It's really bad. It It was really a bad Iron Man. It really was bad. bad. It wasn't great. So I'm going to give it a black octopus, this Chris Pat situation. Not so much the backlash, but just the whole concept of this. Uh, I mean, you're never going to make everyone happy, right? I mean, there's no one that
1: is perfect. Even Chris Evans drives people nuts, and he's trying to open a whole discord he put a whole website about like look here are the issues facing our country yeah with both sides being objectively giving their points i'm just like, really losing interest such a jerk and he's like really just trying to help
0: yeah i'm really just losing interest in actors talking about their personal beliefs i i'm just getting tired of it because it's everything is saturated right the rock has outmarketed himself to me i like that ruffalo and evans and some others basically just take their platform and push for issues and that's what they do that's great yeah but what i'm really tired of is actors giving me the essay about all the things they believe in they're allowed to i'm just burned out on it sure sure so even I mean, if i was just, even if just i just sm- know that
1: if yep. you're if you're gonna talk smack about mr the rock we're gonna have words that's all oh, i'm saying
0: i don't even have to talk smack he talks his own smack about his own self in the sense that he talks so much smack <laughs> about how's that work exactly he's got a show launching that's about his own life story does he yeah young rock okay go look up young rock it's terrible and, and terrifying what i'm having trouble with i think with him is you know it's like i'm pretty great i lifted all these weights then i'm gonna have tequila and a plate full of cookies or whatever yeah. um the marketing i feel like he doesn't need to market his tequila anymore i think it I think he's got it done, but every everything is like, I did all this work. I worked hard. I didn't sleep for three days. I did all this outreach. I busted my ass. I'm the hardest working man on the set. is what he says, which drives me nuts. And then he says, and then I'm sitting down to this premium tequila. So I feel like he is longs. He's long ago become a brand that he doesn't have to say anything anymore. Just smile and thumbs up, and he's it's golden. We're done. He doesn't need to do this, but he's been, he's spent his whole career building up in his head that he's got to be a huckster. He's got to be the showman, right? Mm. From his wrestling days. And that's what yeah. he's doing. To me, yeah. don't need it. I didn't say anything bad you. about your man, The Rock. I just said, eh, he doesn't need Talk to market himself back. anymore. talking smack. not talking smack. All right. So okay. next is, uh, <laughs> and this is technically almost like trailer footage, but we got the first evidence of the Marvel MODOK show. Did you see it? Holy no. shit. Oh, my God.
1: The what?
0: We're going to keep going so that we don't have to keep... I don't want to have to edit this, but look, dude. It's, oh, my God. It's M.O.D.O.K.? It's, it's Claymation. It's a, it's a... Oh, my God. It's an Adult Swim kind of yeah, yeah. Uh, robot chicken style Claymation show of M.O.D.O.K.'s personal life. He's trying to run aim, and then he goes home, and he's being undermined, and it's just insane. And it looks... Oh my. It's not zany well, enough for my taste. Like, I really want it to be, you know...
1: Like C-Lab 2021. Mo- What's that? Like C-Lab 2021.
0: Yes. Like And, like, and like, Rick and Morty and stuff, where it's just like, whoa, where is it going? It's a little more subtle than that. But also, yeah. uh, Patton Oswalt is voicing Modoc. so it's just so perfect. That's fair. Oh, it's awesome as well. Awesome.
1: So, so, for listeners... Who may not know who Modok is? Oh yes, Modok is basically a giant floating head with little vestigial
0: arms and legs in a that, rock, in a in a hover in a little hover cradle. Yeah, like a little hover cradle, just like Dune. Imagine, like the old Dune, like a giant a giant head
1: with yeah. arms coming out where the ears are and yeah. legs coming out where the chin is, yes. and they're
0: just little vestigial, like they don't really yeah. work. Yeah, and, and he's and in a hover is in a hover platform, like a like the old Dune, and he's As, got Kirby stuff mechanism, on him. Mechanism, something for death or kill. <laughs> yeah, like it's 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 an
1: acronym yeah. for the most ridiculous dumb shit you've ever thought in your entire
0: life. Uh, the thing is that when they made him, um, it wasn't meant to be a parody. Like it was in the era of just a whole lot oh, of yeah. drug for Marvel. Oh right? yeah,
1: like he was definitely he's mental, be mobile, a mechanized
0: dude. organism designed only for killing.
1: Designed only for killing. Right. So it's not. <laughs> it's not Modok. It's it's just we got rid of the four.
0: Yes. <laughs> Created by Stanley and Jack Kirby. I oh. knew it was
1: Kirby. I knew it was Kirby. It's such a Kirby drawing. Well, and
0: it looks like Kirby drawing, but it's just hard to imagine that they said this is gonna work. But then again, you know how I feel about some of the new gods. They're pretty random. All yep. right, so okay, we're red crack we're red tentacling that, right? Oh so you're yeah. gonna red tentacle <laughs> it and you haven't even seen it, but you will have to go watch that. Yeah. They just did some in New York Comic Con they just did some little footage clips of
1: of, I can't uh,
0: wait. I'm excited. Oh it's yeah, it right up my head. Now there was some scuttlebutt, which I tend to think is not real, but because mm-hmm. it comes around because he's attached to everything. But there was some scuttlebutt that Marvel was circling Keanu Reeves for Moon Knight. Mm. Now look, I'll take it because I'll take oh. him doing anything, oh. but I still think our previous fantasy casting for Moon Knight was better. Yeah, I'm
1: Moon Knight's. Uh... I don't. I don't trust Hollywood to make Moon Knight, and not make it insensitive to people with mental
0: illness. That's right, and also this isn't. This is going to be a Disney Plus series, so that would mean that not only would Keanu Reeves be attached to Moon Knight, but he'd be attached to a TV series, which is very hard to imagine. Yeah, Hopefully. I don't believe that. Yeah. Um, however, I'm going to give it a red tentacle because I wouldn't mind it.
1: I'll give you a great kraken. Yeah, I'll give it a great. I just, it just and it's not because it's Moon Knight. It's just because I don't trust. I've I have yet to see someone do mental illness in a way that doesn't blame the person who's suffering, except for Silver Lining's playbook, and that was an amazing film. But so,
0: I think that's, that's fair. I, I think that's fair. Yeah. What about uh? What about the fact that Natalie Portman did reveal? The Thor Love and Thunder will, in fact, involve Jane Foster's cancer storyline.
1: I'm all for it. I am too. I think there's going to be. It affects many people, and I I think it's important to deal with it other than that person's dead.
0: Well, but I do think it's weighted. Um, You know, in one way, when when Barbara Gordon came out as Oracle and we had a major character in a wheelchair and it was very inspiring (laughs) to a lot of readers. Yeah some readers responded to, to the Jane Foster storyline as being, it's inspiring to see someone who was terminally ill with cancer having this opportunity, which was uh-huh. a wish fulfillment to the nth degree. It's the original Superman story, right? Yeah, it's like, right. Oh. right, right. Yeah. But, but a lot of other people said, Hey, wait a minute. Isn't this actually saying that it's not valid to just be dying of cancer and that you have to escape and be this other character and, and, but to me, the real the real meat of it, and I don't think because I didn't actually read that arc in the comics, I read about it. But right. to me, it's about do they are they brave enough to show aspects of it where the character doesn't want to go back to Jane Foster because every time they go back, they go back to the pain and the dying. But if and they stay in their Thor form, they stay yeah. Thor. That would be an interesting vulnerability. That was and the bits that were in the Avengers. That was I'm not sure. I don't, I don't read Thor.
1: Sorry, mm-hmm. but the when jane was thor in the avengers comics that was the deal like um i right. think it was falcon was like you're always here like yeah do you sleep anymore like what's going on she's like i don't really want to go into it i want to talk about it yeah yeah um i mean yeah because there's lots of i mean there's lots of complex emotions wrapped up in that totally you know
0: and like what's important. wrong with doing that but at the same time yeah, do you yeah need to it's do like that? yeah yeah so and it's well in the category of is... hopefully luck hopefully luckily so far at least we don't have a, a basis on which we can speak to this
1: <laughs> yeah fair. fair.
0: um what about all this hubbub about what may or may not be happening with sony's garbage fire of a of a something going on with spider-man 3 apparently jamie fox is coming back which i'm not thrilled about not that i didn't well, like I jamie it. fox but like why do we have to have any connection but then he is, he is saying he's coming back, which makes it seem legitimate. But then there's like, oh, Toby McGuire and Andrew Garfield are coming back. And then this and this. Like, and, well, I mean, and then they the pushed back on that. Worked, huh?
1: Right? Into the Spider-Verse work. So we're just going to do that again. Well, that's Sony. what I'm thinking. You God know, bless you. J.J. J- 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 like yeah, J.J. J- Sim- Simpson.
0: J.K. Simmons. J.J. Simpson. Yeah. It's like, what the hell am I doing anymore? Time is meaningless. J.K. <laughs> Simmons being crossing over that way. Was fun. I mean, yeah, it was I mean, fantastic. He's, yeah, like but he's, he transcends. No other J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> right. But like, this implies that we're seeing, this implies to me that they're going to multiverse the live action stuff. Sony has come back and said there's nothing to the Maguire and Andrew Garfield stuff.
1: I mean, that but would they, be a very expensive movie.
0: Yeah, but they have denied, but they haven't denied or even commented on the Electro. And Jamie Foxx has spoken out and saying, I will be, and I won't be blue. So
1: I, I would love to see Jamie Foxx in that green and yellow outfit. I would, I'm I telling you, that's it. what I want. I want, the, I want the
0: spandex. <laughs> and I don't want the tattoos. I want the actual electro mask.
1: Yeah, the big old sparks.
0: Foam. Write, it's like thick foam, read. you know? <laughs> it's like the foam of like those, the cheaper, like the more modern uh, sports fingers, right? Oh, yeah. You know, it's like the thin compressed foam. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't mind if there's multiversal stuff. I was really hoping for it in Doctor Strange. Frankly, the difference is, you know, DC is hurtling their way into Flashpoint and they haven't earned anything. If Marvel at (laughs) Phase 4 plus their affiliations with Sony want to do multiverse now, there's nothing that bothers me about it at all. I'll take it.
1: They'd be they'd be kinda of dumb not to to like I mean, would, you could bring in mutants, easy peasy, you could bring the Fantastic Four in because they're just You know I want messing around in the freaking multiverse anyway.
0: But anyway, I don't know. But yeah. on the other hand, I would like a I would actually like a Spider Man 3 that's none of these things. I'm not sure what I
1: want the next Spider Man to be. Like I've been so surprised by the two that we've gotten, pleasantly so that I'm kind of like, all right, just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Just.
0: So I'm going to give this a big fat K uh crack in myself. Okay. What about you?
1: Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, whoever's running the Spider-Man ship seems to be doing okay. So I'm going to give it a tentacle.
0: All right, bud. To and your, I like you're a funeral. So. Um, <laughs> Okay, so uh, we have another thing, which is that um, Kevin Feige is reported to want to sign Deadpool star Ryan Reynolds to the biggest deal in Marvel Studios history, which is a whole lot of histrionics. And also struck me as possibly bullshit because it seems to be trading on the fact that infamously they've given Robert Downey Jr. all the money Mm -hmm. in the world to be Iron Man through all this stuff. And sure. so it implies that well, we need a new Iron Man type and it's going to be Deadpool and he's going to be in every movie. He's going to be in every movie the way Iron Man was before. I just don't see that's,
1: it. That's not going to work. <laughs> and I also really,
0: so I don't think so. And also I don't think that they would ever even have that kind of closed door dialogue with someone of that scale that would ever get out on the street. It just doesn't seem real to me. I think it's bullshit. And also listen, I don't mind Deadpool coming in like anything else, but keep him in his lane. Yeah. Right. Agreed. I suppose that there's a place where Deadpool and Spider-Man could be in a movie, but I really don't want Deadpool and Black Panther or some shit.
1: More complicated. No. More
0: complicated. now. many yeah. reasons I don't want that. Um, so I'm going to give this a big old black octopus. What about you? Yeah, I agree. I All agree. Right. Uh, Marvel well, Shield series. I but... want another Deadpool movie. Yes, I, I enjoy it, them. You, well, you and but you and I both went yeah. out early uh, last time at the risk of being insensitive and said, we just need a Shuri. Agreed. So yeah. Onward, you know, um, that's the only way I can see it happening, honoring him and honoring everything that that movie was doing. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, she Hulk was a thing. We had a, we had a thing and then there was another thing. So reportedly it features a much younger Bruce Banner, maybe in her, in flashbacks or something else, which is fine, I guess. It means that they're definitely tying in the continuity some, which is okay. Sure. But uh, Tatiana has then come out and said, hey, actually, I'm not on that end. Mm, you know, that's all just rumors and stuff. And sorry, I'm not actually in this, which is weird because I know it was picked up by a couple of news and then everybody else copied it, but it went yeah. for a long, I mean, it was full tilt, which makes me think maybe just the contract negotiation wasn't quite there. Sure, and it's sure. still happening. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I mean, um,
1: and it's it's always a good bet to be like, look, just don't get your hopes up, and then watch and watch and see if there's backlash, and that gives more credence to you over the you know over yeah. the studio. It's yeah. like, oh look, they they really want me. So what are you gonna do about that?
0: I'm gonna give um I'm gonna give that a black tentacle. Uh, uh, I'm gonna give that a red tentacle because you know I'm all for this red this She-Hulk thing. I just really want it to be Jam- John Byrne fourth wall type stuff. Me too. I just 100 want her. I know that they kind of bought they bought in full full tilt with Deadpool, but yeah, she Hulk was first.
1: She was agreed, agreed. Um, Yeah, I'm. I I want a She Hulk movie, and as we said previously, I like the actress. I don't like. I'm not sure I want to see her in green. Yeah, and I'm not sure what they're gonna do. Like, but um i'm willing to, i'm willing to, to watch because she hooks awesome so
0: another item is the eternals the movie that may or may not be monochrome and also may or may not be kirby um mm. so, i mean making a monochrome
1: so that's that's a choice
0: yep so the <laughs> um and also muted monochromes too like they all look like those under which i'm convinced they're under suits i was thinking about it after we last talked when they yeah. had released the their photos of the yeah Oh, yeah. what's her name and she has armor on and you're like oh look it's more Kirby. but I realize now I've been trying to articulate my frustration with the color selection on those monochrome suits and it's mm-hmm. that it has the color of the paint jobs of knockoff mutilated uh sort of <laughs> melty casting of superhero action figures I saw in Mexico that I never bought with that you. I wanted to buy yeah, yeah, no yeah. I bought one yeah. I bought one which was thing and he was total diarrhea brown he didn't have the 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 stone texture because the the molding was so bad so right. it was just kind of oatmeal texture which was great cuz it was secretly the original fu- original thing but unintentionally yeah. and then his pants were purple and he had a sombrero and a no. gun and it was thing fantastic four and i gave it to the manager of the comic shop in my college town the same guy that i gave all those unopened blister packs of lead miniatures and said donate them to kids And then he sold them. Um, Anyway, here's the thing. The latest thing is that um, another character has been revealed on merchandising, and it's Crow. Do you remember Crow? In the Marvel comics, the villain Crow, who's the rumored enemy in this movie. So he looks very Kirby villain-esque in the comics. Okay. You know, he's got a beard or something and some armor, and he's just angry, and he has a cosmic weapon-looking thing. Okay? Yeah. I'm going to text you what the creature looks like on the box and you will find that it looks like any other blobby or like sort of emaciated elongated grey half skeletal grey monster from Marvel and DC over the last 15 years it's like what
1: I'm sorry no 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 I've seen this before Um, isn't that Eddie (laughs) ah
0: (laughs) I I know (laughs) (laughs) 100%
1: 100% This is just off of a freaking it's This a, is just off of a a, a freaking
0: Why am I The rhyme of the, the ancient eternal Why do I have to be a power slave um, Yeah So not great, don't like it I'm a giving that big fat black tentacle because Yeah no 100% I wanna
1: Why are, look, are I wanna they insisting they on like. avoiding
0: color In these movies gray men in a gray world with a big blue blasting of energy going up into the clouds every time. Oh my god,
1: well, you know what? It's better what Crow used to look like. Uh-huh. Isn't oh that crazy?
0: God. Oh my god. But see, can that's you, the thing. You... Nope, that's just... No, I, mean, I know, but that's the Crow. That's... Oh my <laughs> I know, god, but dude. But I can see a version of that, Taika Waititi doing it, that would actually sure. look rad. Like, I can oh. see them leaning into the comics Crow
1: Dude, he looks like he's just kind he looks like he's going to steal my lunch money and then ride off on a moped. He looks like,
0: eerily like uh <laughs> curse the curse the destroyer, doesn't he? Yeah, it's
1: just terrible.
0: So, another thing that's oh, happened Oh wait. Oh my god, dude.
1: One second, it it'll clear up.
0: Oh, yes. Come on. Oh, come on. I'll text it to you. Yes, please do. You're waving your right. your shiny object at me. Yeah,
1: maybe my shiny object view is not helping. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it never has, not even when we were younger. What? Okay, so what's next? Uh, the next thing is, I think it's good news. Disney has cast its Ms. Marvel. Yes, it's a young, fairly new, girl of color, very enthusiastic. Has made some bullshit headlines because someone got into her movie reviews on one on sub website and she talked about yeah. she slags all these movies like all these marvel movies and stuff who cares yeah it.
1: So, so she doesn't like
0: it that's yeah. fine She's no an i actor. think she
1: does not like them yeah
0: anyway i just love it and and i also like that she um, also is not an emaciated little preteen or teen yeah. like she looks like a real human so i'm giving that a whole bunch of red tentacle. um yeah. marvel's hawkeye series will reportedly include the villain madame mask Which is not surprising if you've read Kate Bishop's Hawkeye series. Of which, oh yeah, don't leave yet, dog. What? It's totally iced tea.
1: That's weird (laughs) as hell. Uh, so when you look up crow and yeah. look for images of crow you will find the one we're talking about because yeah. it says don't leave yet dog
0: <laughs> and you know that he's just calling the like the human a dog a cur. Yeah. but like yeah you're right it does out of context this looks like it could be a rough right <laughs> cover um what's up dog yeah. um so anyway like- the hawkeye series is supposed yeah. to be heavily leaning on kate bishop which is what i want if right. it's including that Mask, that just further emphasizes that direction because of that storyline in the comics, which I think is right. great. Great. I think the more Kate Bishop and the less I Jeremy Renner Hawkeye, can... the better.
1: Because they've already used Mask once in the TV. In um... <sighs> They used her in um Agent Carter. Yes. So I wonder if they're going to make the same person or they're going to make it a different person That'd be yeah. interesting
0: anyway doesn't matter yeah Neither but that's a that. character that they could very easily um yeah use as they took on the mantle of madam mask totally. um so also finally um an actor by the name of sochi gomez has joined doctor strange and this is only interesting for two reasons one because she's got a really rad um uh, so I think it's it's I think it's either Mexican or South American native first name X-O-C-H-I-T-L so she um, she's in the babysitter's club so I like that I like that she has a rad name that's hard to pronounce for most people and she didn't change it for Hollywood and second yep. I don't know who that character could be in Doctor Strange continuity and that excites me too Something yeah new. I have no idea she's the night nurse the night nurse that's I'm alarming. Already, based on what I've night-nur. done drawing the Night Nurse, based on everything that my feverish flop sweat dreams about Rosaria Dawson told me, that's not what I want out of the Night Nurse. <laughs> Night Nurse. That's a great uh, Rasta song for you. You can look it up one time. Um, okay, so DC News. I have some DC News. Wait, wait so... Wait, wait,
1: she- There's one more Marvel thing. That I'm, I can't believe you're not talking about oh, my aren't, God. The, uh, aren't the Netflix Marvel things finally uh, reverting back to Marvel Studios?
0: Well... I think they are, but there hasn't been any word about anything happening about it.
1: True. That's
0: true. Um, I'm right, 100% so for it, and I'm really Sorry. desperately hoping they bring some of the cast back. Agreed. almost all, Almost all of it. But, you know, yeah. uh, Cox has has sort of said, oh, I'd love to, but... And same thing with D'Onofrio. Oh, I'd love to, but I haven't heard anything, but they should. D'Onofrio is really vocal about it. Bring yeah. Daredevil, bring me, put us in the movies. That's, i think of all i think of all of them kingpin. yeah oh my god but listen of all of the stuff in the netflix marvel that i want to see the most in disney's marvel it's yeah the daredevil it's the daredevil stuff yeah it's kingpin and daredevil and then and then it's um jessica jones i just want yeah all the oh, just do it agreed <sighs> dc news Sorry. dc news several new photos and videos from the set of the Batman surface featuring members of the cast, all mm-hmm. of which is only important to show that they have resumed filming and Mr. Man, Robert Pattinson is back and he is filming and further close-up photos of, um, what's his name as. Colin for The crew. Yeah. As, uh, Penguin. Penguin. And, and, at the close-up, those high-res photos—it is amazing, absolutely yeah. amazing. He looks so. There's a lot of arguments, like why did you do that? But on the other yeah. hand, it's like why can't they? Yeah, let's right? see what let's see what it does. Why don't you just relax? I'm totally down for it. I love it. Um, also, uh, Jared Leto apparently is joining the Snyder Cut of Justice League because the sinking ship. Well, no. More rats are being dragged back on the ship instead of off of it. After everything they did that they buried when they buried his character because of the other Joker movie that I didn't even want to see. What they did bury was sending rats to people in condoms and being a spaz and being kind of a weird harassy person and and being really all the other stuff. The fact that they buried him in the first place for the other movie, all that Mm -hmm. bad blood. And now he's gonna be in Snyder Cut? Why? It re- it smells like the kind of thing where it's like he'll just walk in off screen and be like, "Bleh, that's weird," you know, and then, yeah, okay, great. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> I, okay. I mean, I'm making fun of him, but I actually enjoyed. So did I. But that's not the point. I don't but see yeah, how I he hate- needs
0: to be in the Snyderverse. Well three different things I've read said that at this point the the budget for this should sink HBO Max so I don't even <laughs> why so I'm going to put oh, this as a big old okay K because you know a, a grey a gray. because I like him enough and that character enough to say that it could be good maybe it could be the best thing in the Snyderverse on the other hand
1: what the fuck man
0: couldn't they just Marco, go back and give more
1: Margot Robbie's the best thing in the
0: Snyderverse <laughs> but she's not in the Snyderverse
1: Oh, that's fair. That's a fair point. Isn't that
0: interesting? Sure. What you'd think that they would have dragged her in. Yeah. And also, and also, why don't they just give a couple bucks to Ayers and let him do the uh, alternate version of Suicide Squad that we wanted to see?
1: I don't. I uh, mean, I don't really. I don't less know. googly
0: eyes, less googly eyes, bug people, and more, and and well, gods in tunnels, and more. You know, just straight we'll see, up parademons I mean, and shit.
1: Maybe if um, maybe if the next. Suicide Squad explodes. They'll throw money at him to do the thing. Yeah. To get more money out of the first movie.
0: I agree. Um, Zatanna and Constantine are in development for HBO Max. I don't know if that's important to you. So I actually
1: liked the Constantine TV series. Yeah. I thought he was a good Constantine. Um, Did you follow him on
0: to whatever he joined? So he joined the Legends of Tomorrow. Dickheads of Tomorrow, right?
1: Which is not a show I liked. I did not like it. Um, I do feel like in the last season of that show, the the most recent season, I'm yeah. not sure if it's over or not. Um, it really became self-aware enough to make fun of itself, which I really dug. Right. <laughs> and having Constantine on that team is yeah. really fun because he's just like, I'm not wearing any fucking, I'm not wearing any fucking costumes. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, dude, it's 1802. You can't wear a trench coat. He's like, fuck it. They won't see me. <laughs> And it's just, it's kind of fun having that character in that group. Um, like, uh, did you? So, the cast came out and apologized for 2020, saying it's their fault, and they're trying to fix it. Give them time, <laughs> which I thought was adorable. Um, yeah. So, uh, I am interested in a Zantana show. Um, I, the problem is, well, actually, if it's HBO Max. It'll be more Hellblazer, and that'll be kind of nice. That was the one problem with the TV show is that it's, it's very pedestrian. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I, maybe I mean maybe because Zantana got into some dark ass shit. Like that comic got rough, not as rough as
0: Hellblazer. Because here's my risk. Here's my problem. So I, Constantine getting a new yeah. show, same guy, different guy. I think that they have a lot of room to work there. Again, yeah. now we're going back over the. Same we've already had that, and then also we've sure. had Preacher and we've had some other stuff, so and sure. um Lovecraft Country and some other things. So there's plenty of weird gothic uh ghosty stuff now, so it's diluted sure. some. Um but the other thing is Zatanna's a tough nut because um There's one thing that there's one thing that the Harley Quinn and Suicide Squad did right out of the gate that I thought was really great. Granted that they were banking on her really rad roller derby um, cover. But they came out of the gate with a costume and design for her that both looked like Harley, Mm -hmm. but was distinct. And it had enough, along with Margot Robbie's performance, it had enough of a look and a style that imprinted and felt, other than the comics, felt like the same character had its own life. Agreed. However, and then, you know... Okay, so then and then they bounced around on that. But the thing is, versus if, if she came out in the, in the Paul Dini version, right? However, Zatanna seems like an example of where they're going to come out and not do her fishnets and bodysuit and magician's outfit. And they're going to mm-hmm. try to modernize it or something or make it a little less purient. And there's going to be huge backlash because they didn't lean into it. And right. there's, I feel like, they have to find a way to make Zatanna look like Zatanna from the comics, even though it's cheesecakey. They have to find an excuse to have her look that way, but be knowing about it, but not in the way that they did for Power Girl for a long time, which is like, I'm cheesecake and I know it. Don't look, yeah. but you can look. There's got to be a way to evoke it without being like really slutty about it, but at the same time, leaning into that history of the character. So, sure. for example... When Amy Pond came out in the first episode or a couple episodes, she was in that policeman or, you know, security guard costume, police costume, um, uniform and pantyhose or whatever. And she had a very and she had that look and then she moved on and wore other things. But Mm -hmm. they were able to lead in with that sort of a look because they said that she was in a costume and it was a way of sort of jumping into it. And it was very yeah. striking graphically. Well, the Zatanna look from the comics would be a very striking graphically look to do, particularly mm-hmm. if she came out of a magic, a bullshit stage magic environment, but then it's real and whatever else. And she spent some time in that look.
1: I you mean, just you have could to do, like, do
0: it in a way that makes sense. Fight scene, you know, yeah. her coming off of stage
1: from her stage performance, being like tired of it, and then having to fight something, you know, in that costume and be like. I hate it when they hit me as I leave the, as I leave work, you know, or yeah, something. Right. And then she can fight them on her own terms later.
0: Yeah. What I don't want them to do is the trope that they did in comics forever, and I know they've done on like Supergirl and other ones where it's like, "I'm gonna get a new costume," and then they come out to do costume like outfit checks for their friend Frank. Look at this. This is so. This is just so crazy. This this unreal unrealistic sexed out uh, comic costume.
1: Oh, crazy.
0: The, and then they walk away and they get something else. I, that so irritates me. T- the,
1: the newest season, or maybe a season ago, for Supergirl, the yeah. TV show. Yeah. Um,
0: they updated her costume. Just Yeah, the, the whole bodysuit one.
1: They threw her one, and she's like, pants! And I'm like, Rock, I'm, yeah. I'm happy. Yeah. This is and adorable.
0: I loved that Supergirl TV costume. I thought it was really successful. But I just love the ball. I loved the... The... Principal? Yes, in giving her the pants that made her yeah. free to do some more high kicks and yep. kick ass. Okay, so I'm going to give it a, a gray and you're giving it a red tentacle. Okay. We have a few miscellaneous items, though. Um okay. Surprising me, because I'm really getting tired of all of these take something old and redo it. Sure. Retreads instead of new new concepts. But when they announced that they were going to do a new Willow series, I was um, not optimistic.
1: Sure but Warwick Davis, isn't
0: it? Warwick Davis signed on. Yeah, yeah. it's real. And with yeah. him in it, now to me, it's legit. Yeah. And I saw that fairly recently with my kids. And, you know, it holds up slightly in the sense that you remembered. What's his name being a jack and being funny? And he is. But Mad Mardigan. Mad Mardigan. But it doesn't. But it also, Vol Kilmer. But it also doesn't. It's also really cheesy and weird, too, at the same time. Yeah. Uh, just like all the 80s movies feel today right but i think there's a chance for them to do something really nice and i like warwick davis continuing to kick ass in all these different roles and then get to go back to one of his original standout his face is seen this is me roles
1: yeah like when he was in that first one wasn't he like like a teenager yeah
0: he's like Like 18 or something yeah Yeah. like i think he might have been younger than that yeah um also fury road prequel continues to exist um what bothered me was initially they were saying, you know, Chris Hemsworth will star in the Fury Road prequel, and I was like, mm, because they say well, Furiosa, right. he will star yeah. in Furiosa, and I was like, don't like that. Yeah, but that now they've like said,
2: bad...
0: yeah, Anya Anya Taylor Joy is going to be younger Furiosa. So, what bothers me about that is, does that mean that we're just going to have a younger Furiosa with a with a different cipher for Mad Max, and that's Hemsworth being Mad Maxy? I hope not. Like I, I, can't imagine he's gonna do that. Like he's who's to say he won't be like the villain though.
2: Yeah, That's Anya,
1: Anya Taylor Joy. Here we go. New,
0: New uh, mutants. You know,
1: okay, magic. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't like her particularly, but she's you know. she gonna be bald. Yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting because yeah. she's got so much freaking hair.
0: Yeah. Well, right. and I like cool. I like Hemsworth as a charismatic villain as a uh, as a. Uh, camino was it camino royale what was that movie that chris and i talked about at length on the podcast the el royale oh. bad times at the el royale yeah um yeah so so yeah, i don't know no. i eh, i'm gonna give it a I gr- mean, i'm gonna give it a mutant can do
1: something yeah yeah they can do some good
0: stuff with them. uh the boys season three has started oh wait filming. you know what what
1: what if he's just a, what if he's a younger corollary for morton joe
0: yeah that's what i'm saying
1: I mean, there's no reason for Mad Max to be in this movie.
0: Right. At all. That's what I'm saying. So,
1: yeah. yeah. No, so, he'd be a great Morton Joe.
0: Oh, yeah. So, Boys Season 3 has been filming. It started filming. Okay. And it's got Jensen Ackles in it, which is exciting for people Do you like, Jensen like uh, Chris, who watched Pe- 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 Supernatural. Supernatural. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a fan favorite. What I thought was fun, and we could talk about it if you ever watch Boys Season 2, but um, Sean Ash- Sean Ashmore was Iceman, right? Yeah, he was Iceman and did he also he play man? Pyro? Or is it his brother? Right. I don't know. But Yes, cuz he's twins. Yes. And he is really 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 charismatic and compelling to watch and yeah. he's gotten more so as he got older. And he's yeah. gotten very few roles. You don't see a lot of him or his brother. But man, he's really just you just you eyeball him the whole time when he's on the boys. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so to me, I'm giving that a red red uh, tentacle because I enjoy the boys.
1: On the boys season two. What? Who's Sean Ashmore in Boy Season Two?
0: The uh Lamplighter. Oh, he's the lamplighter?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. That's mm-hmm. that's a choice. Okay.
0: And complete with the big cloak and and uh, staff and all that. Oh my god. Oh, my god. He's okay, reti- cool. but he's retired. Sure. So um, anyway, I'm going to give that a red tentacle because I yeah, like, I like yeah, that. I... Um, so, okay, so this one's a little bit weighted for me. I don't remember if you've read this, but did you read The Peripheral? Neil Stevenson? Oh. Uh, wait, it's Gibson, isn't it? What I meant was William Gibson. Did I say Stevenson? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I have not read Peripheral yet. No. Okay. So, I'm behind. Uh, so they're filming that. They're making a movie on it. And okay, and I've read that. And. There's a lot of interesting concepts there that can go really well or or not so well in a movie.
1: And Gibson, not
0: had Gibson Gibson movie adaptation. Yes, it's not gone well. Him on the set. The dolphin looks great. Um Jones is the guy. Yeah. Chloe uh, Grace Moretz was cast as the lead, and this is not in any way how I visualize the character in the book. Which means okay. nothing to you. And I admit, that, again, it plays into my bias that I don't really—I li- have not really liked her as she's gotten a little older. For some reason, I just—I liked her as uh, Hit Girl, but after that, I haven't. Something has not read to me right in her performances. But she's just not what I—I I have such a vivid—I just read the book. I have such a vivid image of just sure. character, and I think it's going to lead to uh, a future uh, fantasy casting because. And I, I, I need to get Blake in on that because he's he's hot on those books and he's the one who well, really I mean, helped I'm me find them again. The
1: class again because I finished the cast the last thing you asked for. And...
0: Oh, we're going to do it. We're gonna sure do it. we are. Um, sure anyway, we are. so I'm going to give that a gray. I want that project because I want it badly, but I don't know about that. Hmm. I, am, so I am gray, gray also
1: because I have never... it's I have always enjoyed a William Gibson movie. Yes. yes. That does not mean they are
0: good. Yes. <laughs> Well, I will talk a wee bit about the Gibson situation in the books at the end of our podcast, but I will say, oh, boy, they can go two ways in this movie. And, and I don't know. Like if okay. Villeneuve was doing it, it doesn't even need the big wide, the big, you know, sweeping mm-hmm. imagery of a Villeneuve. If I if it was someone like that, I'd be like, oh, man, we're gold. It doesn't matter. He'll do it. Right. But I just I don't know. We could also get the Dolph Lundgren version, you know, um, <laughs> they also uh, cast uh, Gary Carr. Um, who's a and um, and an, who's a an actor that I really wasn't familiar with, but um, what was is interesting? C A R R. Is
1: that C A R R?
0: Yes, Gary Carr. And I'll tell you what I thought about that, and that what I thought was interesting about this is, um, he is a handsome, British. Uh, actor, of color? Play, buddy Bolden. Okay, what's
1: that?
0: Right. Uh, um,
1: uh, a famous jazz musician.
0: Ah, so he was in Down Abbey and, and, and the Deuce and a few other things. But what I thought was neat about this is the Deuce is a weird show, man. Yes, <laughs> but what's neat about this is he's playing a character that in the book I never assigned an ethnicity or a look to in fact i never saw the character in my mind's eye interesting he's like he's like ned is it ned in the great gatsby ned okay yeah yeah who's just this who's like a way in on the book and he's not even the he is he is one of the primary pov characters in the book oh wait it's a series it's not a
1: movie Oh, that's different. Peripheral? Yeah. No. Yep. Are you serious? Variety. No.
0: Peripheral series at Amazon cast Gary Carr in lead role. To be quite honest, yeah. Um, it'll work as a movie. I mean, it'll, it'll work as a series. Okay. In fact, that's not a bad thing.
1: Not a bad thing. So
0: is, is he supposed to be the lead? Well, he's a lead. Like I say, there's two pov oh, well, characters if, in that
1: right, book. It's a Gibson story there's four different stories that all yes together. but in this
0: so, in right. this and its sequel there are two main okay things happening and each one has a has a uh a, you know a pov character mm-hmm. chloe grace moretz is playing one of them and then he's playing the other one but anyway the okay. thing i liked about it is it made me realize that certain characters in the book had an ethnicity or a look that I saw in my mind as I read it sure, sure. largely based largely based on how they were described mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and in some cases how they spoke. But um, he's a character that is so it's so neutral. It's like the perfect thing when script in a script, right? You could cast anyone. And if they play that, the dialogue's right and they play it right, it's perfect. And, right. Usually we're running into that thing, the controversy or the controversy, if you wish, is that, you know, they cast someone against type and then everyone's all upset about it when you're like, well, why why can't Commissioner Gordon be Jeffrey Wright, for example? You know, like who says it is not an old white guy with a mustache. Right. Usually that's the direction. Right. Outrage if the character's ethnicity was changed. Well, in this case, the character doesn't have a defined ethnicity, so to speak, in the book. They have a country of origin. Right. And I just like the idea that, um, that that they're not break. All I see in my mind's eye is the personality of that character and some of his affectation, not what he looked like. And I'd never had a mental image of it. I think that's really interesting to me, much more interesting yeah. than it is to you. So I'm going to give it a red tentacle, and, um, yeah. What do you think? Do you want to? I mean, you have no opinion because you haven't read it yet.
1: Right. No. I'm. I'm. I mean, I'm going to give it a gray, just because yeah. I'm. Yeah. You I'm know. Scary.
0: Um, Okay. There was also an article that said the real reason why Elf never had a sequel. What's that? I was very disappointing, in so much as it's true, and I don't know. But apparently, James Caan did an interview for some random who-knows-what-he's-doing independent theater or something, whatever. And he did an interview, and they asked him to wax poetic about Elf. So I wonder if it's an anniversary or something. And he said that they were going to do a sequel... But it never happened because um, the guy that Feral? was in the thing. Well, Farrell was like a total diva and was a real dick and he was mean to everybody and he was really difficult to work with with the director and the director hated him. And the Favre? director, Favreau Feral? and Farrell got got along so poorly that they couldn't come together on a way on, on, to find a way to move forward on a sequel. Aww. And it's really hard for me to imagine. Yeah,
1: he seems like such a nice guy.
0: But They both can... seem like really nice guys. Yeah, I can see Farrell having some intensity. But I also don't feel like, especially at that time in his career, that he had earned being a jerk on a set. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But weird. I mean, I didn't also... Like it. Yeah,
1: I mean, I've never heard, I've never heard this anywhere else. So. And I've never heard it about
0: either of them, though. I've never yeah. heard scuttlebutt that Will Farrell was difficult, and I've never heard scuttlebutt that Fabro could be difficult yeah I don't know
1: that's disheartening but I mean things happen some people just don't mesh well together it happens, you're right
0: right you're absolutely right um, Henry Cavill I mean, stated in an interview ahead. that he mm-hmm. was willing he would love to play James Bond and that became a thing that was posted around on a bunch of different sites but in fact if you source it back to the original interview the interviewer said would you be Bond and he mm-hmm. said well yeah and yeah. then it became you know Henry Cavill wants to be James Bond Studios are circling, you know, and it's just one of those things that doesn't,
1: Uh, doesn't matter. Sure. But what do we think? He was a good Napoleon. So, I mean, um, Hmm. from uh, uncle. So, Uh, yeah. Yeah. So Napoleon solo, right? Yeah. Napoleon solo. Well, I mean, hmm. so, I mean, he was, he was fine. I, I don't think he would be a bad Bond. I don't, I'm not sure what I want out of Bond. The older I've gotten, the more I'm like, I'm not sure what I want this character to be anymore.
0: You know, so. I still I still want the female Bond and just wanted to lean into it. But...
1: Yeah. Well, but, the new movie, we seem to be getting a double O that seems badass. I'm yeah. just pretty sure.
0: But so the thing is, and I think the way in which this maybe has picked up some steam is that, you know, he plays Sherlock Holmes in a movie recently, in oh, Holmes, oh. and he it's is absolutely cute. stuffed into his Victorian outfit. What'd you say? It's a very cute movie. So he's absolutely stuffed into his little outfit in his outfit. But yeah. I I was I liked him just fine. So yeah. anyway, I would totally support him as Bond, actually. Um I still liked the idea of uh Loki. Yeah. Yeah. What's his name? I. yeah, just you know what's happening. it's happening. We're men of a certain right age. I yeah. Can't remember. Yeah. Um Especially when I found out that he there's lost people, out on Thor. There's
1: people screaming at their at their at their listening devices right now. Like what the you know, we always jo- we always joke
0: that we have 333 listeners, and after yeah. certain hiatuses or delays between recordings, it's down to three probably. Um, we recently <laughs> got some different metrics. Got a yeah. much bigger listener base than I thought. Orders really? of magnitude. Really. To our legions of fans, I say thank you. Please Howdy. subscribe and. Give us five stars I, and prove it. But I, I thought I was streaming into the void here. Nope, apparently <laughs> this, not. <laughs> As Chris says, it could be thousands upon thousands upon thousands of bots. But even then, that's my people too. So, yeah. but anyway, I liked. Um, yeah, I don't know why I can't. I, I'm 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 struggling with his name in my mind. But there, I'm looking it up. It's cool. It's cool. He did a movie after Thor Ragnarok, where he played a. British spy, and I think that's probably what got people fired up about the idea that he could be a Bond. Because anytime anybody wears a suit, like a tuxedo, and they're men, suddenly they're a Bond candidate.
1: True. Uh, no, that's. But not like I've it. seen him
0: in other roles besides Loki, and I think that he. Um, Hiddleston. Yeah, Hiddleston. That's what I said.
1: You totally um, said that.
0: 100%. Yeah, but but so but the, but what I like about the idea of him as Bond is he's not a super powerful looking guy. Because I've always really wanted Bond to be much more of a guy working with his wits and his charm and his skill and his ingenuity and not necessarily being a superhero. And Bond has gone through a a few different iterations of superhero because it's been it's been that franchise that is larger than life, completely outrageous, and then stealing from the blockbuster movies of the day. And
1: whatever, whatever's hottest. Yeah,
0: right. And I loved the Daniel Craig concept because I love Jason Bourne. In the more recent one, Inspector, I felt like he looked like he didn't want to be there, and that bothered me, and so who knows about the latest one. But anyway, I'm still going to give this a Red Tentacle because I would accept a Cavill as Bond. Because I think one thing Cavill yeah, does sure. well is cock his eyebrow and give a mildly put out expression. And I sure. think Bond would do a... I think that would work well for him.
1: Oh, I would. I would agree. Okay, I agree. He does that very well. But... As he has proven, he also does an exasperated, like kind of yes. gruff, <sighs>
0: "Yeah, fuck." Yeah, oh, totally. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I can see him playing the Bond that that Cavill plays. To me, is one yeah. that is very obviously yeah. big, muscular, and attractive, and the and you know people are going to be intimidated by him, and women are going to be all oh, this and this, and and I can see him being all like you know. Mm not um being really over it all and not being sure. swayed by anything and being kind of tired of it but what they have to lean into is how do they rationalize someone of that scale being yeah. a spy sure right sure because yeah, no they barely touched on that an uncle
1: he stands he comes up, into the back. party oh. and he's 50 feet yeah. tall right yeah
0: so, so you know what
1: you know who he reminds me of and i think this is mm. why you like it so much uh-huh. remember your comic that you're drawing uh-huh Remember the minder I sure in do. the very first couple scenes? I sure do. That's Henry Cavill in my book. Like, the way that dude moves and stands and walks like walks into the scenes. I'm like, oh, Henry Ooh, ooh,
0: ooh, ooh. Well, for listeners at home, I'm going to have to dig up some of that comic, which is in hiatus. But um, you know, hopefully, I'll do some again. Some um, good
1: stuff. Some really good layouts in that in that book. Just so you know.
0: Thank. And you know, some uh, some panels of it are on massive canvas in my bedroom that's what passes for hotness in my household
1: very cool everything that's
0: important it happens in the bedroom and it has huge canvases of those bottom what we're referring to is that the entire format of that ongoing comic was the top four fifths of the page is one story and the bottom fifth is a single single panel other scene happening at the same time so you're seeing two narratives at one time on every page and those bottom ones are all a single block full page panel. Yeah. Two of those panels are huge in my bedroom, like that's cool. six feet long or something or five feet long. Yeah. That's
1: awesome. Oh yeah. It's very
0: cool. If you scour my, my Instagram or my cat's Instagram, you will see it on occasion because generally the cat's in the bedroom. Um, <clears throat> so here's the thing, and this has happened to a couple of different shows this new phenomenon of pandemic cancel pre cancellations. Sure. Glow was approved and greenlit for a fourth season was all fired up. And then during the pandemic, they killed it because they said, meh, it's going to be hard to make that. And so the cast and everybody was just devastated. And this is right after, uh, right after, um, um, what's his name? More, more, um, Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah mark moran mark moran's girlfriend girlfriend commit suicide so like so. oh he's had a bad bad pandemic yeah. so yeah. anyway that's a bummer and i'm giving it a black octopus because even though i only that's saw it. the first season i like that it existed mm-hmm. and i don't like that something that gives people entertainment and hope and time and also gives all those hundreds and hundreds of people in the production jobs yeah get shut down when they could I mean, find a way
1: it already it, it had already broken the rules because it survived to a third season yes. on Netflix. So I mean I was already like, Wow, you're getting four? Go
0: you. Totally. So Um There's some Game of Thrones stuff. I'm still uh, annoyed that the prequel that had Naomi Watts in it was was killed. Because that was the one that seemed the most interesting to me. However, in a world where we don't need more Game of Thrones, by the way, we can just have new things. But anyway, that was the one I was most interested in. However, the one Game of Thrones prequel series that did continue, House of the Dragon, they cast Patty Considine as one of the early Targaryens. And Patty Considine, Considine, you have to not say Constantine, Considine. Sure. Um, if you look him up online, he's a very famous face actor for mob stuff and Irish stuff and whatever. You'll you'll recognize him when you see him. But anyway, he's going to be cast as an early Targaryen, and I thought that was interesting. You said Patty, and I assumed it was woman. I know. Not Patty. Patty, P-A-D-D-Y. Oh, okay. Like the bear. Oh,
1: that's not the right word. One second.
0: Hmm. Please delete your browser (laughs) history. Yeah, 100%. It's happening right now. Oh, yeah, that dude. Yeah. Yeah, That guy. He's a that guy, right? Yeah. Now, imagine him with long white hair. So, it's funny. I'm looking at this guy. I'm thinking, Littlefinger? Yes! (laughs) So. Yes! <laughs> Very much so. Um, also, uh, what's this now? What was this one? I have to look up the link because I didn't even see. Oh, yeah, it's the same story twice. Never mind. Whoops. Patty Considine. Okay, another item is The Witcher Season 2 is afoot. foot. And Yay. there's some first looks. Siri is training and whatever, and she's got a sword, and then she's training with what's-her-name, and that's all great. But the thing that I liked... Is that the Witcher has unnecessary ab armor. And what I liked about it is we've had a we've had a discourse for many years about yeah. the necessity of boob armor and how it sure. does not exist and it shouldn't exist. And and it's a stylist a stylistic exercise and it is Purient and it can be allowed to be that. The, not everything has to be Red Sonya. You can just you can have boob armor and let it be. And sure. we've had other armor, we've had muscular, we've had armor plates and stuff that look like sizzle chests and things and certainly the superheroes have muscle padding in their uniforms and whatever, but... We're what talking I, about Iron Man, right? The man Yeah, right. His, used to be right. Abs. Yes. Iron fabric. But What I think was hilarious is that Witcher was a show that A, was willing to do full frontal with him and just have lots of nudity of him. Also, notably... Had series grandmother in boobless armor, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Which I thought yeah. was a really big deal at the time. I was like, yes, because I like that too. Because they took a stand yeah. one way or the other. As someone who doesn't dislike boob armor, but I like that they did that. And then, sure. uh, and then here, here, here they, you know, in his regular outfits, he looked rad as hell. He looks a thousand feet wide. He looks totally ripped. He's got a skinny waist. He looks great. For them to put. Like, it was bad enough when they added a little extra cuts into Superman's costume for no reason. Yeah. But this is funny because it's actually, like, these ripples. It's like bulbous forms in the in the shaped leather for abs. And it's so ridiculous and I thought it was hilarious and I loved it.
1: I have, now I have to look up Witcher ab
0: armor. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you gotta write. Witcher ab armor. I can text it to you. It's, um, it's a whole something. And I just love that it exists. Because it's almost like they're it's almost like you found it, right? <laughs> yeah, that's um for a guy who does not need it, right? And no, the thing was, he was like, already a sizzle chest. No, you give that to somebody who doesn't have musculature. Right. Just it's like just paint him black. Well, that's what I think is all so hilarious. He was already a sizzle chest to men and women without it. Anyway, what? I'm still what? giving it a red tentacle, but I just thought it was hilarious. Is that is that?
1: Does he get that armor? Because I thought the armor he was wearing was awesome.
0: Yeah, I think it seems like some other armor. Or maybe it's pre-armor or post armor. Oh maybe. Oh no, maybe. Uh also in the category of Do We Need This by Crom, A new Conan series is coming to TV. Sure. Sure it is. Yeah. Sure it is. Alright. <laughs> um You know, I'm gonna head I'm gonna go ahead and give this a Black Octopus and I'll tell you why. Uh but... I firmly am willing to accept the um willing to accept the sword, swords and swords and bikinis or whatever world of 70s fantasy stuff the Frank Rosetta yeah. stuff as yeah. a place in time like a lot of things yeah. but I have trouble with the idea of rationalizing a barbarian series today that would have something interesting to tell where the barbarian is a protagonist because it's raping and pillaging it's yeah. masochistic. It's ultraviolent for no reason, and it has its roots in stories in in European and Asian history that are not great. So, to me, I I don't know. The only way I can see it working is if they did it in a wry way, if they did it in a way that's funny. Because what lasts to me when I think about the old Conan stuff, Mm -hmm. I enjoyed the original Conan for what it was. But when I think back on liking Conan, it's Conan the Destroyer and how he was saddled up with a D&D character group and yeah, was pissed about it the whole time. I'm rowing! Bonk, hit the head, he's out. Like, that's the stuff that amuses me when I think of when I think back on Conan is the mild humor that Schwarzenegger was starting to sure, have. Sure, sure. So, I don't know. I can see Conan the Barbarian being... Because, in fact, there was an animated show yep. the SNL guy did. That was... With the star
1: metal,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> What's that? It's star metal. Like,
1: yeah. Like the heroes all had star metal. That would yeah. let the weapons come back to them. I'm like, why are you throwing your weapons that much?
0: <laughs> yeah. I like that because it was it was on the nose. So somehow yeah. the Conan thing would have to be on the nose. Here's my problem. I don't think there will be. No. I think they will just try to be rad.
1: I mean, you you could, but I mean, like a Thundar would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm.
0: Like like a Thundar series? But that's Where goes- you could go- but- but that SNL one, that anim- the animated one was Thundarish. Yes. Right. Yeah. If not actually that. Thundar. I don't remember. So I'm giving this to Black Octopus because I have no yeah, faith.
1: I'm good. I'm good with that. I yeah. don't I don't like we have. So I am a Conan fan. Yeah. Um I understand the problems with Conan. It's like understanding the problems with HP Lovecraft. Like I get it. Right. 100 percent Right. But I have all the old Howard books. Like I I've read them all. I enjoyed them. I had I bought all the Dark Horse. comic versions of those stories and they did a really good job. Um I have not bought
0: some of the newer Conan stuff
1: looks amazing. Yeah, it does, but I'm like, I'll just read it on Marvel Unlimited. Like I'm not gonna like I haven't bought any of the Star Wars stuff. I haven't bought any of the Conan stuff. Like once it left Dark Horse, I'm like, okay, I'm cutting this, I'm cutting this bridge. Like I'm not buying another eight different series of Conan.
0: (laughs) My buddy who's my tattoo artist was felt so strongly about it that he brought it into one of our sessions and put it in front of me while I was in severe pain and tried to get me to read it. And I was like, it's great. But like, you know, it looked good, (laughs) but he was really excited about the story too. He just said it was just really well put together, but that's the thing. There's something about, I can see them making more comics and making more books, but there's something about trying to make a feature Hollywood thing with Conan again, that I don't know how in an era of being more, um, I have an idea. conscientious and contextually aware in the projects that we greenlight. it seems awfully
1: So what it's possible and this is not gonna happen because it's too self-aware. It's possible to tell a Conan story where him being the product of conquest, yeah, right and torture and all the things that that went into making him. Him going around to all the other countries and seeing all the different civilizations, and those all being kind of morality tales of how civilization can be much more savage than right, than like what we think of as primitive societies. Like that could be a that could be an interesting way to deal with that, mm-hmm. where it's just all the you know all the Game of Thrones crap, where it's like these people are just fucking savages and they just look they have this veneer of civility on them.
0: True, um, but you know in a way, Witcher is the modern yeah, Conan. I mean, yeah. Right. We have we have that. Right. I know. It's right. just instead of yeah, instead of savaging people, he's yeah. off defeating monsters and then comes back and a woman throws them at him. Throws herself right. at him. And and right. the difference is at least in the Witcher series, he's not perfect. Like he actually pays for it and you know, like he's yeah. gets drunk and he makes mistakes, which I like. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. There has to be another thing. And then again also there's the pairing, right? You could see Conan, similar to the humorous idea like the D &D party thing of destroyer you can pair him with a younger i mean again witcher is already doing this but you know the idea of him being paired with a young female character who's over him completely yeah and has dominance over him in some way or he's indebted to her which is something witcher again also did but those kinds of things because there's only so many ways in which they can bind a big old rough-edged man and a young yeah. girl and not slip into French territory. Right. Fair. So, Fair. but I like the idea that Conan would be paired with a younger cohort that completely owns him, which again, that's, yeah. that's, the kind of like that's yeah. but Same. that's Arya Stark too. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, again,
0: Yeah. I don't know.
1: So it's, I mean, it's a little late to the game and we'll see what happens. All right. So what yeah, are you going to give
0: I'm, it?
1: Yeah. I'm with, I'm, I'm black. Hawk,
0: okay. So yeah. Um, I'm gonna tell you right now. This is a, a red tentacle for me. I'm a Taika Waititi fan, my friend. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. 100%. He is
0: creating a pirate comedy for HBO Max, and I'm in. so he creates whatever, and I'm like, yep. But then pirates, yep. And then comedy, comedy and pirates, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. right. Yeah. We we just restarted uh, what we do in the shadows TV adaptation last night. Nice. Oh, nice. For some reason, my wife, my wife's off like, she's really off right now. She's not enjoying things the way normally she would, and she's just exhausted, so... It's a hard time right now, man. It's a hard it time. Sense. But, like, we watched last night, we watched um, a couple episodes of The Great, mm-hmm. and then we watched What We Do in the Shadows. And both of okay. which are amusing because of certain absurdist things happening. Yeah. But both of them have a certain filter in how they're doing it, and she right. wasn't having either of them. Okay. Like, she was shocked at the swearing or... The, the the vulgarity or the violence in great. And I'm like, but, 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 but what they're saying here, you yeah. know, it's a modern, they're doing postmodern, but that's what they're saying is he was, sure. he was a gruesome guy. Um, so anyway, so it didn't go, but I was loving the hell out of the the uh, okay. restart of the shadows. Did you ever watch it? Oh uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. I've seen some of it. I really, I dig. Uh, so, I mean, I love the movie for its, its criticism mm-hmm. of masculinity across the ages. Mm-hmm. I mean, just a brilliant, like, it's like, oh, yeah. this is a brilliant synopsis of how basically has changed. But, um, yeah, I thought the show did a really cool job of taking some of the ideas of the movie and then being like, we're going to keep these, we're going to add some other stuff, right. and we're going to shift this around a little bit to make it a little bit more broader of an appeal. And I'm like,
0: cool. But also that. there's more there than just retreading yeah. the movie, right? Uh, 100%. Like, Which is necessary. The psychic vampire? Yeah. Hilarious. It's hilarious it's so terrible the, the pencil sharpener um uh, <laughs> in the first episode where he got to the virgins before the larpers but also the larping thing was hilarious because my yeah. wife loves to make fun of me having done that right and look at the photos i actually have the photos out to show you that i dug up anyway nice. the point is um you know ruby and i ran a
1: game for like years
0: ran a larping oh. game Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. fantastic! At, at DragonCon for mm-hmm. years. So we're gonna have to talk yeah. about that, and in fact, yeah. I might even get you to. Um... Oh, that's a great idea. We're spitballing we were not, live, but we, we, we m- were a bopper. We were not a bop a bopper. We were
1: just role playing. But anyway, keep going.
0: You were not a fluffer.
1: Boffer? We did not hit each other with things.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I definitely hit myself and yeah. other people with things a lot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But uh, as one of one of the subjects of an ongoing uh caught one of my columns that i have in chris's tabletops and tentacles magazine i need to dips into that that experience for me and i think i might talk to you about it maybe we interview each other or talk about it for the magazine sounds great yes i need to sorry chris i still suck yeah you do um so so anyway we're in we're on board with that and then also uh Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence are on a show where they are trying. Is that right? Let me see if that's right. I'm blending this with another thing. Yeah. They're in a show where they're trying to convince people that a meteor is bound for Earth and is going to destroy everything and no one listens to them.
1: <laughs> and
0: it's a fake news Thing, right? Yeah. no one believes anything and they're trying earnestly to get people to believe them. And the one reason I'm like, okay, is I like the leads, but also it's by Adam McKay. And I actually like Adam McKay.
1: What else has Adam McKay done? Anchorman. Oh. Sure. That's gonna be ridiculous. Yes. I'm in.
0: That's what I want. And I want DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence doing ridiculous things. Yeah. And I don't just mean ridiculous in the sheets if you know I'm talking about. I mean like legit confusing you know, absurdist, Coen Brothers type stuff. Also, Tim Burton has an Adams Family reboot or modern retelling that's been greenlit, and mm-hmm. Tim Burton is really hit or miss for me right now. Mm-hmm. But I love me some Adams Family. What do you think?
1: I have not seen an Adams Family thing in a while. Oh, for so shame! So I'm not sure how new things are going. For shame! Um, I am. Oddly enough, I like Tim Burton when he's not doing anything fantastic. Yeah. I mean, he's just doing regular old stories. Like, okay, I know Big Fish is fantastic, but not in the way I mean. Yeah. Like, Big Fish, still 100%. Like, that was a fantastic movie. Good job, Tim Burton. Yeah. But, like, if it gives him the ability to put stripes on something, I'm out. Ah,
0: and this does. There's a lot of them. Um, yeah. Are you going to give it a gray or a black?
1: Agree. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm. I don't like. I did not see Dumbo because I don't want to watch Dumbo, and it's it's yeah, nothing against him. Yeah. It's like yeah. that story. Yeah, is horrific, and I have no desire to listen to it. Agreed. Um,
0: Can I give you some homework on top of the homework I gave you, and on top of the other homework that I gave you? Sure. Yeah,
1: hundred percent. I just won't do it. Yeah, but go okay. ahead. Son
0: of a... an animated, like a CGI animated um, theatrical film came out a few years ago called The Adams Family. And it okay. has a very, very, very stylized animation, 3D, yeah. 3D modeled animation style yeah. that takes some getting used to. Hmm. Um, Watch it? Watch it. Ruby there
1: loves some, the family. So yeah, if you're getting, I really if you're
0: think getting, you should watch it because okay. there are things about it that I think are of my favorite in these animated movies that an adult is going to like. I'm going to look outside. up
1: i trying to make sure I pick up the right one because I don't want to grab like a whole bunch
0: of bad ends. I will give you an example. So, uh, Gomez is like Danny DeVito size and round. Okay. Bulging eyes, mustache. And then Morticia is this rail that's like seven feet tall. And the, okay. and the whole opening act of the movie is the setup to their wedding and it's just absolutely amazing. But Oscar, Oscar Isaac's voice is... Oh, really? Uh, yep gomez all right to so in mind my childhood friend's father was the original gomez so that i always have a nice i have a soft spot in my heart for the adam's family oh 100 what's his name he was see it's funny because i didn't know
1: him as that i knew him as um harry's father from night court
0: <laughs> <laughs> and and then i saw adam's family later i was like it's oh! john it's john Aston. yeah yes yeah. um so here's an oh, example yeah. of I what know. i really <laughs> liked
1: live action movie
0: yeah, um, here's okay. what I really I liked. Huh?
1: I got it. I got the picture. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure this is what you're talking. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. And then She's it veers like in. Boy. It has a whole thing of them clashing with the modern yeah. world, and right. and they and they push really hard on basically fusing them with the suburban hell of Edward Scissorhands. Okay, so that's kind of like the basic premise. Of, but I mean, but classic so- example. So- What's Nick- that? Oh my God. Yeah.
1: So the the guests it's Bette Midler, Allison Janney this yep. is a great quest.
0: Oh, yeah. So the the clip, the, a, an example of something that makes me laugh every time I think about it is they're climbing this incredibly tall thing. And, you know, structures are on fire below. There's pit mobs with pitchforks and whatever. And they're climbing, climbing, climbing. And Nick Kroll, who's playing um, Uncle Fester, goes, oh, looking down, he goes, I think I can see my house from here. Oh, wait, that's a women's prison. And I thought that was so fucking funny <laughs> because it's so scary and weird on so many levels.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. And Nick Kroll's a perfect voice for Uncle Fester. Oh my God. That's such a good, that was such a good casting. Yeah, that's not my
0: house. It's a woman's prison. All right. Um, two more items. Uh, Margaret Weiss and Tracy Hickman. Also that could be Margaret Weiss. Cause I don't know in the modern era. I know how things are pronounced and maybe Weiss is Weiss. Or is it Weiss? I have no idea. I've
1: always said Weiss and Hickman, but yeah, yeah, right?
0: Well, they are suing Wizards of the Coast, which is kind of sad. It's like when your parents get divorced, right? Yeah. Your childhood parents, I guess. But they're suing them because they, uh, they were contracted to do a whole new Dragonlance series, books and games and merchandise and everything, and they went full tilt into it. And then Wizard canceled the project without warning, leaving them high and dry, and they wow. allege it's because they're getting they're getting slapped so hard for all the sexist racist stuff in all of the other D&D properties that's come down on them really hard over the last 5 years. It's been a thing. A lot of people are talking about how much of that stuff is really bad. Yeah, well, going back to Lord of the Rings, right? d and is... Apeing lord of the rings lord of the rings was racist too so there it is but I mean, I mean like maybe it's time to maybe it's time to rethink some of your terminology well yeah but so the problem here is they were pointing out that like Dragonlance was the only franchise in the Dungeons and dragons world that wasn't criticized like it's just is what it is everyone liked it just fine and no one called cried foul about it and it was like the one non-controversial or contra, contra, controversial if you wish um property in that lineup and yet it got killed because of its adjacency to the ones that are problematic anyway it's an interesting lawsuit it's a problem can you sue for breach of contract when they cancel the contract i don't know
1: i don't know i mean i guess we'll see but i I mean you can if there were promises made that were not fulfilled yes
0: pre-delivery yes
1: i think but i'm not a lawyer i don't even play one on tv
0: so i don't know uh, what, what you play is someone with a really poor internet connection. And what's really creepy about it is, as you talk, there's yes. a slow refresh rate going on. And so, but what's interesting is, it's definitely prioritizing your face. So there's something yeah. in the algorithm of how um, Google Chat is doing this, because okay. or Google Meet. Because you're pretty straightforward, but your Iron Man poster in the background is doing a very yep. slow ripple, like the, like the sails on a ghost ship. It's nice. really strange. I'm pretty sure. I, I have a poster behind me. What are you talking about? You know, unless actually the fan is causing it to move. Is the, the fan, fan causing is, oh, it to move? Yeah, it is. All yeah. right, I just wasted our time. It's still creepy though, and I don't <laughs> like it. Um, so we're gonna say black octopus to that story because that sucks, right? One item. One more item, miscellaneous, and that is that Scarlett Johansson has been, or may be cast as the bride of Frankenstein, and okay, only because. And she's talking about how because it's like it's about time that the story is not about Frankenstein or his monster, but about the the woman in the story and how great it's going to be. And what I thought was interesting about this is that when I thought back on a number of her roles, controversy or controversy, if you wish, aside, I think it's really interesting that she's played a lot of characters that are um, pretty females that turn into something monstrous or different. And yeah. I'm sure there's no accident to that. And I know no. she's been challenged about some of her choices, yeah. but um, but I think uh, you know that's uh, that's interesting. I will take a Scarlett Johansson br- yeah. bride of Frankenstein. The problem is that they're doing a modern telling, so that means it's probably going to be an ex machina situation. She's going to be a cyber bride of Frankenstein or something, right? Or gene therapy or something. Or gene yeah. therapy, but but then that's Lucy, right? Like it's going to be some such. Right. Yeah. Um, True. He yeah, has already done that. And I'd kind of like it to be legit, like the hair and everything. Because even in Penny yeah. Dreadful, we didn't get the full on hair and just. True. You know. Anyway. Well, so, but I'm on board because Scarlett Johansson and, you know. I mean, if you're going to, you, I mean, it's going to be hard
1: to top the Sting version anyway. So.
0: I think you're right. <laughs> and scene. If you don't know,
1: Sting did a movie in the 80s called The Bride. Which the is Bride. Based- i think
0: holy um, moly
1: i'm not even sure frankenstein's in it no <laughs> i know that i know that sting is creepy as hell but yeah
0: there's a lot of tantric situation going on there's a fan blowing all the time so dude it's hot in my room shut up no i mean in yeah. the story not in your room if there's tantric stuff going on during this podcast we're better than i thought we were it would explain your your verve you do you have a lot of verve.
1: Back up, So you have no idea what's going on. I'm, I'm in like... See, that's mode. really
0: actually... You veered into really unpleasant territory. And now I am forced to dive right in and do some editing, which I won't. Given what, ha- what just happened with The New Yorker.
1: Wow. Sarah.
0: Smooth Sarah. move. Sarah. I'm good, contacting the department transition. to file a paper. So, Mr. Mike, Narrative Mike, I think it was fun reviewing the entertainment news of the day. I have a question. Did, was, that was, that, was there any... Um, was there any narrative? I mean, was there any entertainment items that we did not talk about that were on your mind? Anything Star Wars y? Anything non Star Wars y? Mandalorian starts next week. It does. And um, we could talk about Amber that.
1: Shows, and the Amber Ruffin show on Peacock is, is adorable. If you like Amber Ruffin, which I do,
0: Amber Ruffin. Um,
1: really? well, she, she is a writer for Seth Meyers. Who I oh, yeah, Mike. Which um, one is
0: she? Oh, Amber. Oh, I cannot handle her. Oh,
1: you don't like Amber
0: Robin? Oh she, uh, she, she apes at this camera a little too much. And to me, she goes on and on and on with her apery and I don't know. It's just a type of humor okay. that goes a little too far. I, got you. Um, she's, I love Letterman, but she's from the Letterman school of carrying the joke way too long to me. So I reject yes. everything you've said. Hey, listen, was that part of your your recommend your rum-fueled recommendations or was that a news item? That was a news item. So Amber... As a new show.
1: It's three episodes in.
0: Ruffin or Riffin?
1: Ruffin. It's on Peacock.
0: On Peacock. And um is it uh is it Skits also, Skits or something, or is it what is it? No, it's just it's like a
1: thirty minute little yeah, I guess it's Skits. That's fair. It's like a talk show without people. Like without yeah, Ah! more it's, like it's monologues the, and things. Yeah. Um but yeah, you won't if you don't like Amber Ruffin, you won't like it, so don't don't watch it. Uh but yeah, also Larry Wilmore Larry, Larry Wilmore has a show on Peacock also, oh, really? which is
0: yeah. yeah. Oh. Larry Wilmore. He's the one that did all the yelling, right? No. Who's no, Larry that's Louis Black. Louis Black.
1: Lou, Lew, uh Larry Wilmore did the nightly show?
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Um regarding uh pertaining regarding Mandalorian, here's my yeah. problem going in. The art versus artist problem. Man, it is really hard to psych myself up to divorce. You're still mad at Gina, aren't you? What's that? You're still mad at Gina, aren't you? Yes, I am. I think I can get through it. I think I can do it. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, it's still there. Yeah, but there's so many other people in that. What are you talking about? You're right. Well. It's like Pedro Pascal is come and kick your dog or anything. (laughs) Might. We don't know for sure. Um, Oh, you know, uh... What was that one what was the other thing that just came out God damn it hang on talk to the camera there's there's something else i documented that i wanted to uh bring up for you and then i neglected you know we've never, we've never
1: gone back and discussed the fact that um we were both interested in raised by wolves and then we never talked about it none of it's out. um
0: so we well, should... it's in my list at the end of the episode what's that it's in my list at the end uh. of the episode however um, here, let me see if I can but but it's in my plan because I still haven't gotten to it but I have an excuse and that's that I'm going very slowly and I'm being methodical about what I'm watching so I'm watching sure. th- I've been trying to watch things as much to completion as I can before and I've just had sorry, so I'm little sorry. time man and I'm so tired all the time hey man I'm did you, you ever watch Counterpart? Counterpart? I don't think so it's the uh, I don't remember oh maybe that's the one with um, J.K. Simmons
1: yeah about the the breach right the breach that's the kind of parts the one with the alternate timeline and correct there's the crossover
0: yes yeah did you watch it no i need to you did not watch no. it. um i really want to see it i still want to see it
1: yeah it's supposed to be great
0: well hell in a handbag there's another there's another project that just came out with a um with a trailer or some commentary about it and I was going to talk to you about. It. Oh, I know what it is. Got it. This is something I associate with you and I may be wrong, but did you okay. not read Ringworld?
1: I did read Ringworld. So I did, did you, read the first
0: book. Yes. And, and did you see that they're doing a BBC America series on it? Terry Pratchett, right? I did not read that. Discworld. Discworld. Discworld, different so thing. Different. So different. Uh, yes. But also similar. Oh. Cuz it's a world. And, they're, and, yeah. and one is one is a ring, one is a disc. Very similar. Yeah. When you look at it, they could be the same, but not. One of them is hysterical,
1: one of them is dated. Yes. Um, well, a whole bunch of Nivet fans just got really angry at me. I love it. Uh, I love it. Uh, so yeah, this so world I'm had a uh I understand that he is one of the forefathers of science fiction, but oh, man. man, I did not like that book. <laughs> I it read it two angry. years ago and I was like, what?
0: Well, what? looking at the looking at the material in the in the trailer, that yeah. looks like a dog's lunch.
1: Oh, a uh, discworld. Yeah, so discworld. um yeah, it is definitely an interpretation of those books, which is a shame because I actually love the Guards series. Yeah. Uh the uh yeah, it's um they've made some choices which I am not happy about because one of the characters is supposed to be kind of a very picture of like british no like british aristocracy like she's um, she's like the woman she's like when you say went until the fat lady sings like she is that thing yeah and they made her this very live like dragon slaying kind of person i'm like yeah well that was a choice that was a choice (laughs) so but we'll see um We'll we'll see. I'm I'm gray. I'm gray on this because I'm afraid of it because it's such a good. Although you know all the other books they've done, like like the Hogfather, like they're really good. They're really good short little movies. So you've seen those
0: movies? Yeah, I didn't I've know they them. had made any of them.
1: Yeah, so Hogfather is. I think you can get them on Prime, but yeah, it's um, very close to the book actually. Huh. Very good. <laughs> Um, was, also, it direct
0: for, was it direct for bbc he, you broke up i didn't hear you went. was it direct for bbc yeah okay. yeah huh. well mr mike narrative mike uh yes. i think that pretty much concludes our little episode update on entertainment news of the day by the time this comes out there will be 35 other or at least 33 sure. other exciting things to talk about next time but until then i bid you adieu to you, sir, it to has you. been 1000 times as fun as any other podcast has any right to be and <laughs> next time we talk i think we're going to be talking about a thing that we saw that we want to talk about reviewing it that will be happening very soon in the meantime adios bye, adios As-salamu. be
1: safe from evil
0: if you're not i you can't you're not, be, be just needed. yes i did <laughs> see salute. you gave me the you no, gave no. me the like the drunken salute like, whoa, whoa, Captain. Whoa. Blavin, Captain needs an operation. We gotta put on a show. A pain in the blavin. (laughs) Oh boy.